to Talking Jets. My name's Ryan, and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined alongside my co-pilots. I have Mr. Terrifying Green Bean over this way. I have Mr. Matt O'Leary this way. And I got two special guests, Mr. Tailgate Joe and Doc Lightning, Charger super fan. Very excited to have you guys on the show. Uh, Tailgate Joe, welcome. What's going on, guys? Excited to be here, man. Looking forward to Monday night. It's going to be a great time gonna be a blast for those of you guys that do not know where have you been we're doing a group by jets chargers this weekend there's still a handful of tickets left if you head over to talkingjets.com nab yourself a ticket before they are all gone we are pumped we're gonna go see the jets go to five and three this week and i'm very very excited we got some great food planned with tailgate joe joe tell us a little bit about the menu that we're gonna be seeing uh, so we you know for those that don't know i've been doing this since 2009 and food is where I built my reputation as the best party in the lot, the best game day fan club there is. Uh, and the menu for this week uh, is my favorite. It's the, it's, I think the best that we do all year. It's the Italian American feast. Um, it's gonna be, you know, sausage and peppers from, the, we get the best <laughs> sausage uh, that you can get in New York City. Uh, the burger is, is fantastic. It's the Jets pesto burger. It's got a regatta pesto spread uh, and a, fried, fresh, crispy rice ball on top. Um, and that's the Pat Lafredo burger with Chuck short and brisket. Like the best burger, like the best burger you'll have in the lot, the best burger you have ever had at any sporting stadium anywhere. I don't care, VIP, uh, coaches club or, or whatever. This is the burger. Um, pasta, it's gonna be a lot of great stuff. My mom's there gonna be stuffing cannolis. Uh, so it's, it's a great time, man. It's like, a, it is a Roman food orgy for like four hours. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great time. So guys, if you already have tickets to the game, like you're not like, let's say you're not even going with our group buy or anything. You can get tickets to the tailgate. You can either go to tailgatejoe.com or you can head over to talkingjets.com. We do have a tailgate only option as well. So even if you already got tickets, we encourage you to come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tons of people there. And yeah. uh, Doc Lightning, I, I I want to say, I love the hair. I love the whole outfit. Give us a little bit of backstory about you, and welcome to the show. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Doc Lightning, Charger super fan. I am a lifeline, lifelong Charger fan. I am the prodigy of uh, Pops, a, a legend uh, out here, San Diego, Southern California, now Los Angeles. Uh, he's my father. He's also a PFUFA uh, family member of Tailgate Joe. So basically, he's my my inspiration, I would say. When I grew up, how we spent our father's son time, it wasn't, we didn't really go fishing much. Or we didn't work on trucks much. We would sit in the parking lot. We burned some meat, talk about our week. And that's where it started. And this is the inevitable outcome of when you put a kid <laughs> in an NFL parking lot, he grows up out there uh, as an adult. Uh, I, I guess I, I don't know. Experiment, uh, an experiment, lab experiment gone wrong, or maybe right to be determined. I absolutely love it. I can. I think you could. We could vouch for that as well. We were born into this fanhood as Jet fans, and it's uh, something we <laughs> thoroughly enjoy as much as we hate it at times. But it is. Uh, it is a yes. good time, Mister Greenbean. Mm -hmm. uh, how you doing tonight? Dude, I'm psyched. This is going to be how look, what kind of good luck do we get that we plan this with Tailgate Joe before the season even starts and then we find out tonight 
that this is the best menu of the entire year. Can we get better luck than that? I'm in a well, freaking great mood. This is awesome, man. It may not be luck. It, there may be a little bit of uh, foresight and planning that went into this. I want to make sure. That you uh-huh. uh-huh. I want to make sure that um, all of your listeners, all all your followers, uh, we're gonna have the greatest experience possible. Uh, oh, like that's awesome! Week. Tailgate yeah, Joe's man. a good dude. <laughs> Matt, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I am excited that the New York Jets won an ugly game, but it's a win is a win against the Giants. I'm excited to talk about this upcoming game against the Chargers and getting to see all you guys. It's it's been a while and uh always love linking up and watching the New York Jets together. Uh so I see Blitz Crew hopped in here uh real quick. Let me pull that comment up. He says Chargers look great on Monday, going to be a challenge, but our Jets can pull this out. Tailgate spread sounds amazing. Blitz Crew is going to be there with us. Uh will bring some tums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry about the tums. Look, when, when the, you know how to cook the sauce the right way, there's not too much acid. You'll be okay. I promise you. My mom, my mom's the one. My mom's the one making the sauce. My mom's the one that's rolling. You know, about 1,500 meatballs, uh, and she knows what she's doing. It's, it's. You're gonna take a bite into that, and it's gonna be like you're just getting a giant bear hug from an Italian mm. grandma. That's what it's gonna feel <laughs> when you bite amazing. into that. I love it. I love wow. it. So, so, Doc, give us a little bit of insight into your Chargers, because I'll admit mm. I, I've only seen some of the primetime games and things, you know, bits and pieces here and there. I really like Justin Herbert a lot. I don't love your coach, I'll be honest, um, but mm. I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the season, Herbert, coaching? Give me your give me your thoughts. Uh, my thoughts would be it's kind of like a tale of two teams. We have one of the top offenses in the league led by Justin Herbert, and we have one of the very worst defenses statistically in the league. They've been turning around, but we uh, are – Brandon Staley was supposed to be – well, he was a defensive coordinator. He was the defensive genius. That's what he was brought in for. So, uh, yeah, I'm not exactly a big fan of the coach. Uh, He's who we got, who we were riding with, so uh, that's who I'm rooting for. But, yeah – it's uh, our, our three and four isn't exactly like your four and three. We beat the Chicago Bears, who's struggling, the Raiders, who's struggling, and the Minnesota Vikings, who are struggling. And I was looking at your guys' record today, and I was like, "Wow, the Bills, the Eagles." Uh, but we just we just salvaged our well early in the season, but we really uh, kind of salvaged our season last week uh, with uh, the Sunday night victory over the Bears. It uh, looks like we're turning around, but this is going to be the test. This is going to be the, um, you know, the, the, the legitimacy test to see if it really is turning around because you guys are uh, having elite defense and a, a lot, a lot of very powerful weapons on offense. So it'll be a great test. It'll be on the national stage again, Monday Night Football. I'm excited. I'm fired up. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Jets defense has been gritty all season long. I mean, our secondary, our D-line, like literally every tier has uh, elite players all over it. It's our offensive side that we're a little more concerned about. The offensive line, we did get a little bit of help this week, uh, bringing in Roger Saffold a few hours ago. Uh, so we got a little interior offensive line help. But by and large, we have had decimating injuries on the offensive line. We lost Elijah Vera Tucker. We lost uh, Joe Tittman for however long. Hopefully he's back won't be back this week, I don't think, but I would love to to get him back into it. Uh, we just lost McGovern and Wes Schweitzer. 
uh, this past week. So the Jets are kind of reeling. We didn't. Even, we were on our fourth string center trying to snap the ball to our quarterback this past weekend, and it was not not pretty at all. No. Joe, what did you see from the uh, the Jet Giant game, and maybe what are you looking forward to heading into this Charger game? You know, man, I, I know that this is not going to be a popular thing, and I know there's a lot of hate for Zach Wilson, and it's mostly warranted, I guess. Uh, but you saw that last minute of the game, right? And you saw something special happen there. And you've seen these kind of like minutes here and there, uh, end of games, once they're down, is it that the play calling changes and they allow him to do things? Is he just figuring we're already down, what's it matter? Let, let me just go out there and see what I can do. For whatever reason, he seems to kind of get these minutes, these flashes. And then you start to say, okay, wait, I think we can do something. I think, you know, uh, I feel like there just may be a moment and this might be wishful thinking. It probably is. Okay, so don't get mad at me. But there might be that comes along at some point this season where he just it's it snaps in his head and he and he just he, he takes that 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 quarter here or the two minutes you saw here, or whatever, and it becomes a whole game. And uh, you know, at some point, it's, I'm hoping that it happens. Uh, we've got the weapons for him when it does. Um, and look, man, we are. We really are a quarterback away from just stomping on a lot of teams, like just stomping on them. And uh, you know, maybe you know, maybe it's just that we've got to hold out until uh, Rodgers get back to you know Rodgers and his this miracle recovery he's in the middle of, uh, seemingly. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I think he's just drinking the the blood of baby fetuses. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> on. Give me all I the know, stem but, cells. I want them all. Yeah, exactly. Just like. Some Amazon leads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so I feel like at any moment, you know, that, 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 that moment of clarity could come to Wilson and then we see something special. Uh, or maybe it's just that we're just holding on for dear life to get to the playoffs and that Aaron Rodgers can come in and kind of, you know, save the day. But the defense gives us the opportunity to – to, to have that luxury of, of holding on, right? The defense mm -hmm. is showing to kind of keep us there in any game with anyone um, and make some magic happen at the end of the game and, and sneak us into the win column. Uh, and, you know, they've been ugly wins, uh, some of them, you know, to get to that last few minutes. But we get there. So we'll see how that all goes. Uh, you know, regardless of all that, man, it's going to be a party in the lot. We're going to have a great time. You know, we, we have a great – I've been doing this since 2009, and we have a party on the lot when the team's been terrible, right, we, which has been for pretty much a long time. all of that time since 2009. <laughs> yeah, <I'm fine. laughs> uh, and so this year, man, you know, we're getting to also have, like, some wins, and it's just juicing up the lot a lot. It's getting people real psyched. Uh, I got my friend here, uh, Doc Lightning. You know, for those that don't know, I'm actually really good friends with Doc Lightning. There's this whole – we can get into it if you want, but there's this yeah, whole absolutely. kind of – subculture and world of super fans that most people don't know about mm -hmm. and how we're all kind of like friends with each other in real life you know it's a nice like, little network yeah man it's like you know we we you watch the game right at the end of the game you know it's a winner your team loses and all the fans in the lot are pissed off but then you see like your team down the field like shaking hands and goofing off and cracking jokes with the opposing team while mm -hmm. you're sitting up there pouting uh because they're all friends down there and so with super fans it's kind of the same way Oh, 
I, I, you know, I like that. And it's kind of something similar for the content guys too. And we do collaborations sure. with other, uh, YouTubers from other, other fan bases. It's fun just to have the network. Cause sometimes they come up with something that's really cool. And it's like, Hey, you pass off that knowledge to one another or how to do something even better for your tailgate. If you saw someone else's tailgate, I think that's a lot of fun, Matt. Yeah. I want to hear from you. What did you think of the jet giant game? Uh, did you like what you saw from Zach or is tailgate Joe's green tinted glasses, a little too green. No, well, you he brought up the last 24 seconds, which th that was great. I would love to see those 24 seconds over a full 60 minutes. That's the next step here. Uh, the final drive in overtime was good. Before that was really not very good, and I understand there were a lot of factors that go into it. The, the pouring rain, it was monsooning out there. They lost two starting offensive linemen during the game. Wide receivers weren't separating. He was under pressure the whole time. Like there, there's a lot of reasons why it wasn't going very well. But still, we you have to call it like it is. It was a it was a struggle for a little while, but in a big spot, made some big plays. They won the game, and at the end of the day, we're just trying to stack wins right now. Greenbean, how'd you feel about the uh, the win over the Giants? A little ridiculous. <laughs> like went live yeah. after the game. I was like, I cannot believe what I just saw again this year. Well, I don't know if Doc knows this, but the Jets uh, this season have had to make a blood sacrifice for every single victory. We've we've lost a starter every single week for the year that we've won a game. So I'm real. I'm I'm nervous going into this one. I have to admit. But you know what blows my mind is that. The Giants' defense, and I've, I've been saying this since I'm 10, 11 years old. It's one of the most frustrating things when it's the Jets that do it. But every team seems to do it. Their defense had us locked down to nothing all game. 24 seconds left. They're like, let's loosen it up and play a little bit of uh, a little bit of prevent. And then here we go, driving down the field in the field. So it's just one of those things. It's a, It's a – Hey, I'm grateful for it, but it the funny part about it for me is that then Jets fans, you know, we talk about, oh man, you know, Zach, you know, and and Zach's this weird anomalous. I don't even know what to make of this guy anymore. He shows flashes of brilliance and it, it, just enough to keep you, just enough to keep you believing that, like maybe, maybe just maybe, but then he does this. These, uh, I don't know. He has these games where, like, look, the fourth and ten. Can we just use that one play as, like, a, an overall view of kind of how Zach struggles with his situational awareness and all that? And it's it's, it's a little alarming, you know. Um, you know, the Chargers are a good team, and I think, you know, Doc graciously pointed out that, uh, you know, they haven't really beaten any team of, you know, of, of, of worth just yet, but that doesn't mean that they're not dangerous and they're not good. And I respect the living hell out of the chargers and what they can do. And I just get nervous that if Zach can't settle down and put up some points, which look, we have a million excuses, drops, linemen, rain, coaching. We have all the excuses in the world, but when you just look at it, a Zach Wilson offense scores about 10 points a game. And the Chargers, they know how to put up points, and it scares the living hell out of me. So I'm very happy. It, look, we won coming out of the bye. We've only done that once in the last 10 years. We've only done it once since Tailgate Joe has had his tailgate uh, pretty much uh, over the last however many years. So the fact that we did that and we won an ugly game that really most of the time we lose 
is an incredible positive. We found a way to win. I'll take it heading into this game. But I'll be honest, I'm a little nervous about Monday night against the Chargers. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I your, your pass rushers are filthy. Khalil Mack and yeah, Bosa. How, Doc, tell us a little bit about your edge rushers. Uh, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa are edge rushers. Plus, we got uh, Thule. You have to forgive me. He's our rookie out of USC, and I do not know how to pronounce his Tongan last name. So we just go with Thule. And he has <laughs> been uh, – because Bosa was hurt earlier in the season – I mean, he's just been on fire, beasting. Uh, one thing I was going to uh, maybe uh, point out to Green Bean, today being Halloween, maybe we should all agree that the, we should probably put an end to the blood sacrifices. Uh, it seems like it might not be worth it. Uh, maybe let the Chargers just squeak this one out, keep the team healthy, and uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll both end up at, at 500 uh, and high-fiving each other after the game. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the, pass rush, the pass rush has been uh, – it, 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 it's powerful when, when they're firing on all cylinders. Uh, I think Khalil Mack against the Raiders had a, I think like a six or seven sack day. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they, they have all the weapons and tools to be uh, some serious beef. Yeah, we, we were looking at the uh, the game this past week, and you, it's funny you said tie ended 500, we don't get hurt, nothing like that. My uh, Two of my buddies got married – girl and a guy got married this past Sunday. Uh, obviously jet giant game. She's a giant fan. He's a jet fan. My wife was in the wedding party and I was like, you know what? With everything else, there was like a whole bunch of stuff going wrong from like, you know, the weather and the, you know, everything going sideways. I was like, this is shaping up. This was like a day before. I was like, you know what's going to happen? The Jets and Giants can be a miserably rainy game. They're going to end in a tie and we're going to be super frustrated. And when this game went to overtime and like, Dude, I thought for sure the Jets were <laughs> not going to score any points. I, I was confident we weren't going to lose once we got into overtime, but I wasn't sure if we were actually going to be able to pull off the win. Uh, Joe, how did you feel about that win? Are you feeling confident at all uh, because of that win, or are you kind of in this, like, meh sort of stage? Because I, I was hoping to feel a lot more confident coming out of the bye. Yeah, I, you know, I was, uh, you know, and no offense to the Giant fans, but I was hoping that we were just going to come out and make a statement and just, like, stomp a mud hole on a team. Uh, that we should have, I think, and, uh, you know, a team that's reeling on its own. And um, it didn't happen that way. You know, we came out with the win, but, yeah, it wasn't, like, the convincing win. Um, You know, honestly, I I feel like uh, Dable making that that decision in overtime at the coin flip to go and take the ball at the beginning is probably what sealed it for them and gave it to us Um, because – Field position. It, it, yeah, well, not even field position, but like, you know, you, with, with the way that the rules are now with the other team getting a chance to, to get the ball if the first team scores, right? Like, realistically, the team that gets the ball at the beginning has to either score twice um, or, or they're going to lose, right? Because the, the other team gets the, to, to come down and score. Um, and if you don't score, then it's sudden death and they come down. So, I, and that's how it worked out. I think had that the decision gone the other way, I, I don't think we're sitting here with a win this week. Uh, so it's just, um, you know, we, we, we squeaked out and a win's a win. It's, a, it's, it's, you know, all, all wins count the same in the standings in the, in the, in the lost win column. And, uh, we move forward. No, uh, you know, you can't be really secure with any of the wins this season 
Um, you know, you can see the great things we've done, but you know, the things that need improvement and it's, it's, it's offensive production. Uh, you know, you can't score 10 points a game and expect to be successful in this league. You just can't, uh, you're asking way too much of your defense. Uh, so we need to really step it up. And that's, you know, why maybe I have the, 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 those green tinted glasses. They're a little too green, um, where I'm seeing things a certain way. And what I'm seeing is like, you know, hope. <laughs> uh, and, and wishful thinking, but you know, a, a fan is a fanatic, and fanatics are not logical people. Right? That no. is a, a brilliant, <laughs> brilliant way to put that, uh, yeah. Matt. So, so obviously, our offensive uh, firepower hasn't quite been there. We had the trade deadline today; it ended at four o'clock. Jets sat on their hands, didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. How are you feeling about not making a move? And then, I guess, uh, at the same time, how are you feeling about bringing in Roger Saffold? Yeah, so I'm glad that they added an offensive lineman uh, in Roger Saffold. I think, you know, they could use some depth on the interior after the injuries that they suffered really the past two weeks. I would have liked to see them try to trade for a wide receiver. I know Donovan Peoples-Jones got traded for a sixth-round pick. Um, someone in that tier even would have been fine. Like, I know we were all dreaming about the Devontae Adams or Mike Evans thing, but that wasn't really all that realistic. Um, but even still, I'm a little bit worried with the depth at that position and would would have liked to see them add more, uh, even if it was kind of just a middle of the road, kind of middle tier wide receiver three option. Greenbean, Jets didn't make uh, any moves at the trade deadline aside from signing Roger Saffold. How are you feeling that we did today? And would you wish something would have happened? Was there someone you kind of had your eye on? Uh, tell us a little bit about how you're feeling. Yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed, I'll be honest. But one thing I will say is this. If, uh, if we've proven anything uh, with this friggin' team of ours, year by year by year, but this year in particular is that when we think we're stocked at a position, it takes about three minutes to all of a sudden go from stocked to an emergency uh, situation. So uh, I like the idea of keeping guys uh, like Dalvin Cook, like Carl Lawson. I liked uh, that we didn't trade Bryce Hall. You know, We were ru uh, rumored to be getting calls for him. There was talk of trading him or even cutting him earlier. I'm a big fan of keeping guys, especially when they're not breaking the bank. Uh, we were able to renegotiate Carl Lawson this year. Bryce Hall costs about $3 million. What's $3 million, right? What's the big deal? And $3 million is nothing, right? That's what, so it doesn't. It doesn't matter so much about getting – it's like this. Like, let me ask you. Do you think when we saw uh, DJ Reed, our cornerback, fielding a punt against the Giants, did you think at that moment that maybe McCole Hardman was more valuable than going from the seventh to sixth round in 2025 at that moment? What was more valuable at that moment? So I'm a big fan of keeping depth. I'd rather have Carl Lawson coming off the bench uh, in the event there's some injuries or even Dalvin Cook uh, in the house rather than having to scour practice you know, squads for some running back or some uh, defensive end. Um, you know, especially with all our injuries, you, you know, you, 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 you just can't tell. So while I wanted them to go get somebody, I didn't want to give anybody up. So that that's a weird, you know, it doesn't work all the time that way. You got to pay. So I don't it's know. Like I'm your fantasy team, right? Everyone what wants that? to make a trade, but no one wants to give up anyone of any value. <laughs> exactly. That's right, man. It's exactly. I, it's like, I really want a Maserati Joe, but I don't want to pay for it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sounds like that's a problem. Look, I, I'm not going to lie. When I saw Ezra Cleveland was traded from Minnesota for a, a day three pick, I like... I had no earlier sent out a message on Jet Nation that like, oh, there's not going to be any offensive linemen traded. That like, screw it, don't even worry about. It. And then he gets traded for a six. I was ready to flip tables. <laughs> I was so mad. And then I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Joe Doug is working the phones. Maybe he's just upset with how the Jets handled the last trade with the Vikings and uh, you know, kind of pulled the fleece over their eyes with Chris Herndon. Maybe they didn't want to trade for us. That's what. That's the reality I'm going to live in because it makes me a little bit happier. But I do like adding Roger Saffold to the interior of this offensive line. He had two of his best seasons, two Pro Bowls back-to-back 2021 and 2022 with our offensive line coach, Keith Carter, down in Tennessee. So I'm kind of hoping the uh, one year he spent in Buffalo where you saw the, the grades kind of drop a little bit, Maybe that's just a new system trying to, you know, work out some of the bugs. He's 35 years old right now. But at the same time, like when I look at some of the hurries and some of the hits and things like that that he gave up where they're like, oh, those are like career highs or or whatever. They were maybe elevated from previous years. I look at the style of quarterback play in, uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill, who's more of a I feel like a timing based quarterback as opposed to a run around and scramble quarterback, just like Josh Allen. Josh Allen's running around. So you're going to get more hits, more hurries. Just by the nature of Allen holding on to the ball longer, trying to create that big, deep play. So I, I would say for anyone that's upset with maybe the the addition or lack of more additions, I guess, um, go back and look at some of the the uh, the tape from the Bills last season. And just I have to go back and see, is there any validity to that? Or is it maybe just a 35-year-old offensive lineman declining and we are all doomed and we're going to see Zach Wilson on his back the entire day? I have no idea. Uh, as far as off, uh, wide receivers go, would have loved to get Donovan Peoples-Jones for a 2025 six-round pick. That would have been nice. Now I feel like I'm ready to go back to Corey Davis and just cry and beg and plead for him to come out of his uh, his time away from football. Um, I don't know. Joe, you think there's any shot we get Corey Davis back? Uh, no, probably not. Um, you know, and, and funny, right? Because when he left, everyone was kind of like, Eh, it gave us more room for some of those guys that would have been practice squad guys and gone that, that turned out well. Uh, but now we're at that other point where, like, like you said, you know, we can go from feeling we have a stacked unit to like all of a sudden, you know, oh, shit, we need, you know, we need we need some more help here. I don't know that, you know, I don't know that that's I don't know that talent at the position is a, is the problem with the offense. Right. I, I really don't think that it is. Um, I don't know. Like, you, if you could have like Devontae or or uh, Mike Evans or something, like, do you really think that changes the production of the offense? Like, do you really think that's how like they'll get the ball? You know, uh, more than like Garrett Wilson is or mm-hmm. or anyone else. You know, Lazard or, or these other guys. I, I don't know that it helps. I don't know what moves the needle. Yeah, I think that's a good point too. Like. A lot of people, when they're saying, hey, we want to trade for a Devontae Adams, I'm not so much on the Devontae Adams train right now. Offseason, you can talk me into it. Uh, Mike Evans will be a free agent in the offseason. Yeah. Some some other options that you can bring in. I I think we know that Joe D is totally happy to go and be out there trading and making moves, right? Mm -hmm. He's one of those Mm -hmm. GMs that you you know that he's going to go and shake the tree. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think he's probably sitting there saying, you know, you know, who knows how this season's going to end up? You know, maybe we can hold on and get to the playoffs, and maybe you know Aaron can come back. Or, but if he doesn't, and if, if he does or he doesn't, you know, what are we? What are our options this year? Like, what? What? Where are we going this year? 
Um, why don't we just wait it out to free agency and make the moves then? And we know that, you know, Rodgers will be back and we know, you know, everything will be more, more solidified. We'll be past these injuries. Um, cause the injuries are a problem. The offensive line injuries are a problem. The offensive line is a problem no matter what. And so he's probably being, I guess, maybe a little bit realistic, uh, with judging that versus giving away too much for band-aid fixes for this year when why are you slapping a band-aid on an amputated leg or a yeah, Achilles I, I, or a, a torn Achilles? Oh, yeah. oh you said it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And we saw like some rumors earlier in the season that uh, the Jets, not I don't want to say cash poor, but we gave out a lot of contracts. We paid out the bonus to, to Aaron Rodgers this year. We gave Quinn the big contract. And when you pay out a signing bonus, it all gets paid out in this one calendar year as opposed to like the cap hit that people are seeing and like the different allocations that the money hits so we saw at the beginning okay Rodgers goes down there was that report of hey you know this the roster we have or the the quarterbacks that we have is who we're rolling with the rest of the season and I think that's why you didn't see a more aggressive push for someone like a Kirk Cousins or even a Ryan Tannehill or something like that and they're just saying hey look we put all our eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket we didn't bring in a backup quarterback we're kind of you know stuck with what we got right now and this is the best we're gonna we're gonna get Greenbean do you think this is uh, a, a good way to head into the tail end of the season, or, or are you like concerned with where we're at right now? Well, you know who I really wanted. I, I didn't, you know, I was hoping that the Chargers would give us uh, maybe like a Keenan Allen. What do you think of that? That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. You just want to take the wouldn't whole farm? Been... <laughs> well, yeah, why not just Herbert? Fun? I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give me Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think you got a point, Ryan, about like we put our eggs in in the Rodgers basket. We have Zach Wilson. I mean, you know, we put a lot of money into the quarterback position uh, this year. It just, you know, look, four plays in and, it, it, you know, the the egg basket got overturned. So we're just stuck cleaning it up. You know, like that's what it is. Um, I again, I do wish that we went and got Ezra Cleveland. I I like the Saffold signing, so I, I think there are um I, you know I think they might bring in uh you know or like Panky. So like, there's still some guys out there that we could use, but I don't know. I'm not really worried. I think that this year is just what it is. Like we're a, we're a good team. We have a stud defense. Um, we have. Some talent on offense, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, some other role players. We have a nice group of tight ends. Um, so I think it's just a, it's like the old saying, you know, we have a puncher's chance in every single game. And that's not a bad place to be uh, considering just how bad our luck has been. I mean, losing Aaron Rodgers to an Achilles, AVT to an Achilles. Um, you know, this, you know, uh, our offensive line is already in its like fourth or fifth iteration, moving guys around. And uh, it's, you know, so the fact that we're able to come out of this, we're four and three, we've beaten some good teams. We hung around with the Chiefs. It's my firm opinion that the NFL made the decision that the first game that 10,000 Swifties come to, they're not going to allow them to leave disappointed because it's a revenue stream that they just haven't tapped yet. I, I'm not – nothing that anybody says can change my mind that we got screwed. So, look, we're hanging. You know, we're hanging around there. We have a puncher's chance. I'm happy about it. I think that the matchup on Monday night is going to be good. I think it's an interesting matchup. Um, you know, because they have talent all over the place, but 
for whatever reason, they're just not getting it done. We can hang with anybody, and uh, I think it's going to be a good game. So I'm more excited for the scratching and clawing and kind of resilience of this team than I am leaning on the disappointment. I mean, shit, I mean, I can very easily go into the dark with everything going on with the Jets, but we're finding a way to hang around and make this season some fun. So I'm I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, going I, into I don't the think dark. it's oh. – Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I, I just want to say, I don't think it's time game. for the darkness retreat yet. <laughs> so I think we're – Yeah. Know, the, the games are still exciting. At the end of the day, man, these kids are so young. The team is so young that even, you know, if this year doesn't turn out what we thought it would be, look at those guys that are just in their third year, right, Come, mm-hmm. coming into next year. Um, and so there's no, like, panic, you know, and that's probably another reason why we just didn't go and make any kind of panic signings. Uh, at the at the deadline, there's just no reason to panic. The team's super young, you know. You'll, you'll, you're talking about like Brees, Sauce, and Wilson, um, Jermaine Johnson, all these guys only being in their third year next year with mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers coming back and everything loaded up. So, the future looks bright. It really does. Um, you know, it's just from here to the bridge, from here to there, and I think it can be exciting. Just to, even that bridge, you know. And you never know what can happen this year, man. You still don't. At four and three. Uh, getting through the the hardest part of the season, so you know I, I'm I'm still hopeful for this year. Absolutely. Now, Doc, before I I let both you guys go, uh, I want to hear from you. If you were the Jets, how should we attack the Chargers? Because you know your team better than anyone else. I want to know, like, wh- where's the weak point? Yeah. Well, I I would say you go for the strong point. You take Herbert. You take the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm not trying to take the players. I just want to know how we beat you. <laughs> oh, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, I mean, yeah, you, 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 take, mm. you, you, shut, you shut down Herbert uh, with uh, probably our weakness right now would be uh, protection on Herbert. If you can get a good, strong pass rush, make him make uh, quick decisions, make him uh, scramble. He's been getting banged up this season. He's been, been getting banged up. Uh, if you can keep him on his toes like a midget in a urinal, that would be my recipe to success right there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So I'm going to let you guys go. Doc, plug your, your socials, whatever you want. Uh, what you got going on? Where should we direct people for you? Doc Lighten Official, Spoop and Detailgate, Thunder Alley, Southern Cali Thunder Alley. Um, and look for us at Tailgate Joe this Monday. We're coming. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing all my people. We heard you guys like to party. Well, you know what? We like to party, too. So let's have ourselves a good time. I love it. I love it. Joe, right. let us know where we could find you and what you got going on. We're so excited to, to come to your tailgate this week. TailgateJoe.com, Instagram, TailgateJoe, Twitter, TailgateJoe, Facebook, TailgateJoe, YouTube, TailgateJoe. Uh, Instagram's where I, I play the most. Um, you can get all the information on our website with uh, signing up to, for the game day fan club and tailgate party. Uh, it is the, the biggest, the best, and the longest running party since 2009. Uh, everyone's welcome to join us. Uh, have a great time in the lot. Awesome food and just, uh, and just party, man. And that reminds me, what lot are you going to be in? E26. We're in the Boom. back corner. We got our own spot. E26. I love it. Boys and girls, make sure you get your tickets while we still have a few. I see two more tickets just went off the shelf. So, guys, make sure you head over to TalkingJets.com or TailgateJoe.com to get your tailgate tickets. Yeah, listen, every every game this year so far, the uh, the, the fan club party uh, registration has closed and filled up. 
by like Thursday or Friday before the game. Uh, so you, if you want to join us, you want to come, definitely please get out there and sign up you know, as soon as you can. Uh, I don't want to say no to anyone, but unfortunately that's what's going to happen uh, with some people. So don't let that be you. Uh, get on there quick. Oh, I love it. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We can't wait to see you Monday night for a Jets victory. Sorry, Doc Lightning. You boys have been injected. I can't shoot my chicken across the screen. What did I do? Ah, you guys are ejected. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> see you guys. Have a good a night. Fun. Oh, man, I can't wait for Monday night. It's going to be so much friggin' fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I we got so you guys are gonna have to try and find us. We got the we got the flag that we're gonna have. It'll be nice. Actually, two flags. You'll see a talking jets flag. You'll see the the three logos uh, from us as well. So make sure you you come see us, even if you're not uh, you know joining the tailgate. Just come by, even if uh, yeah. Smile and wave. Yeah, smile and wave. We'll give you a high five, unless you're a Chargers fan. Then yeah, no, no, no Chargers fans. We're we're gonna. Gronk spike on you if you're a Chargers fan. <laughs> oh, man. Greenbean, you looking forward to Monday night? Dude, I can't even tell you how excited I really am for this. I'm I'm looking at the lot right now, um, the lot map. So it's an interesting spot, E26. It's, it's kind of, you know, like it's all along that same corridor, right? Like where Jet Nation is, Gotham City uh, has been. I don't know if they moved permanently to their new spot or, uh, or what. But anyway, there's a lot going on over there, man. And, um, and we're not too far from, uh, from uh, Fireman Ed. So there's, I mean, if you're a Jets fan and you're coming to the game and you're like, you know, you don't go to a lot of games – it's a great opportunity to kind of run into a lot of people that you see and hear uh, because we're all in that basic same area. And you come to Tailgate Joe, you're going to get a nice concentration of us. We'll be there. Obviously, Tailgate Joe, Doc Lightning, but like Jets Chaos, Dom C, they're all coming. Finnegan's coming. Uh, lots of the guys that we see in the chats. Uh, Crossfire is going to be there. Jason Edwards, uh, Harry. Great. Yeah, Blitz Crew. There's just so much of us coming. It. I'll tell you what. One of the coolest things, and we do this every year. So, like, one of the coolest things from my perspective is when we're all hanging out and somebody comes up and goes, hey, how you doing? You go, hey, man, how you I'm this guy. And you're like, hey, holy shit. Because we see your guys' names in the chats for years, but we don't have a face. We don't really know. You know, it's not tangible. And it's so cool to be able to get to actually like shake your hand and shoot the shit face to face. It's, it's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, but look, I honestly believe that this is going to be an exciting game to be at, dude. We're on a three-game win streak. And even though it was ugly this week, we overcame some shit, man. Like we overcame losing an ugly game, which we always lose those, right? Mm -hmm. Shit, I'm like I'm I'm buffering for some. I gotta get this met this life map is killing my internet. Um so uh trying to find a tailgate location. Yeah. So uh but you know, um and not winning after the buy. This is Salah's first time doing it. And don't forget, it's not just Salah. It's a Jets thing. Like I said, we've won one of the previous 10 going into this game. So even though it was ugly, it's a huge deal. Like, And don't forget, the game before that, we overcame a huge streak, never beating the Eagles. So even though it's an ugly kind of scratching and clawing season, 
We're winning. We're on a three-game win streak. We're heading into our own house for a home game this time. Don't forget, even though we were at MetLife, it was an away game last week. So Monday night, green light lighting wristbands and, and all this stuff. It's going to be such a freaking good time. I just can't wait to get up there. I'm, uh, I'm going up Friday night, I think. I'm going to be in the area, and I just can't wait to see everybody. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Matt, t- tell me, you excited for Monday night? Yeah, I'm excited uh, really only just to bully Jeremy in the parking lot. That's what I'm most excited about <laughs> uh, in the parking lot. Uh, no, seeing everybody uh, and just getting to go in as a group, the on-field experience, like just – Everything about this is is really, really cool. It's the, uh, the first year we're doing something like this. So uh, I'm excited to get like that stuff out of the way. We have the the tents going to be setting up, the flags. It's, we're going to look like an official group. How about that? I'd love it. I know, right? God, take the training wheels off. It's fantastic. Uh, it's funny. Greenbeam was saying we don't recognize, like people will come up to us and say like, oh, hey, I'm so-and-so, you know, username. The only yeah. person that I think we've ever figured out from their username and we saw them in person was Weed the People. <laughs> you can oh, well, smell yeah. him coming from a mile away. <laughs> He's got the weed hat on. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's some people that just look like their username and he, he hit and a smell like it. They- <laughs> <laughs> I am all sorts of excited for this. I, I just, I can't wait. I think Blewett's going to come by too. I was talking to him about it the other day. Should be a good old time. Also, uh, um, yeah. sorry, not not to cut you off. I'm, I'm really excited too because we have that on Monday. Mm-hmm. But on Thursday, Jake Asman's still on Long Island. And Jake Asman, Jets Media, me, and uh, Will Parkinson from Turn on the Jets are going to be at um, – the uh in farmingdale the main event in farmingdale watching thursday night football so i got like long island jet fans thursday and then getting out there on monday for everyone going to the game it's like double whammy jets weekend of of fun i I, i'm not gonna get any work done this week no 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 videos no content i'm just gonna be drinking and hanging out with my jets pals that sounds like the perfect opportunity to have some business expenses, if I do say so myself. I absolutely oh, yeah. love it. <laughs> Blitz Crew Option says, no moves. Tanzel Smart is back. Milk thumbs, baby. Make sure you hit that like button. We got over 370 people in here, but only 123 likes. If you enjoy hanging out with us, throw us a bone. Pooch Guy comes in. Pooch Guy says, frustrating hearing JD's excuses about no movement today should have been 100 times been in on the left guard from the Vikings. That's Ezra Cleveland, who has moved for a day three pick. He did not do us supporters any favors today. Matt, anything to add on the trade deadline lack of movement by Joe Douglas? Yeah, I'm a little disappointed with it, if I'm being honest with you. I'd have liked them to be a little bit more aggressive. I like them add- adding uh, Saffold, but if my choice was either just signing Saffold or trading a sixth, for uh Ezra I think we're doing that every single time uh he's been um, one really solid this year he's younger um very good against the run I I think he would have fit really perfectly for what the New York Jets need but even still okay so you pivot you don't give up the draft capital you sign Saffold instead fine okay but I'm still really concerned about this wide receiver room man they are they can't afford an injury to either Garrett Wilson or Alan Lazard for the like the rest of the year. 
if God forbid either of them misses a game, they're not going to be able to move the ball throwing it. They struggle enough throwing the football as is, but God forbid you don't have an Alan Lazard or Garrett Wilson for a week. Then what do you do? Yeah, totally throws you for a loop. RJ McPot comes in with a super chat. RJ says, tinfoil hat time. What are the odds that the league makes sure the Jets and the Packers finish in the same place if this happens and Rodgers goes back to Lambeau in 2024? What? What are you talking about? Rodgers ain't going back to Lambeau. Or, oh, are you saying like, well, it can't even be a Super Bowl. It can't even happen that way because it doesn't happen in like an away team stadium and have to, it's going to Vegas. I think that's what you're talking about. Rodgers ain't going anywhere. What the hell are you talking about, McPot? Yeah. No, 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 no. He's saying that if the Jets and the Packers finish in the same spot in the, in the division, like let's say Packers finish third, Jets finish third. He's oh, saying that next Jets, year we play the Packers. Uh, I, I, Maybe? I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how it works with the new 17th game added because last year, no, and I'm sorry. In 2021, right, Zach's rookie year, they added mm-hmm. it was the Eagles that was the game, the extra game. Last year was who was the extra game? The was last game. year the Eagles? Was last year the first year of 17 or was it two years of 17 now? Now I'm losing my train of thought. I have no idea when we went to 17 games. No, because they were four and 13 in 2021. So that was definitely the first year of that. That would make sense. Uh, last year, who the, who the freak did they play? Last year, that was the extra game. Oh, see, no, not Seattle. Yo, yes, Seattle. Yes, yeah, Seattle. You're right. I myself. Yeah, okay. So, yes, they would play an NFC North team next year. I figured it out. It took me a little bit to get there, but I got it. Okay, so if they finish the same position, so let's say the Packers finish first in their division because the Jets are going to win the division, um, like, that, then, yes, we will play them. No, I, I would love for Rodgers to go back to – to Lambeau next year. I feel like that would be a really fun game. I just don't want to land where I think the Packers are ultimately going to land in their division to to make it happen. Greenby, what do you think? You think there's a shot that the uh, the Jets and Packers will finish with the same record, not same record, but same spot in the division? So we wind up with this little uh, revenge game for Aaron. Well, uh, I think the Packers suck the balls, so uh, <laughs> I don't think that's the way we're going to do it. I'd love to see us go back and play them, but um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, it would be sweet to to do all that. Let me shoot real straight with you, Mr. McPot. I don't know. I don't really get the math of all that. You know what I mean? I know about, you know, how they cyclically play the different divisions and all that shit, but how they figure it out to me, it just seems like every year we go out to Denver or the Raiders. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they figure that out. It doesn't matter to me um but i would like to see aaron Rodgers get some revenge but the key to that is going to be aaron Rodgers. you know what i'd like to see first aaron Rodgers throw a pass to a jets wide receiver in a game maybe we can start there maybe if i can see one completion let's do that rj yeah that would be that would be wonderful especially if it came this year lambda comes in thank you so much for the super chat 20 spot says ryan matt bean boy I'm not an active chatter. First time Super Chat. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Listening to you guys for years makes me feel like you're my bros. Just got tailgate tickets. I look forward to meeting you fine folks. Milk thumbs. Boys and girls, hit that like button if you're hanging out with us. Lambda, we're so excited to meet you. We're, we're pumped. This is this is like no joke. Matt Greenbean and I have been talking like all year about this. Like, yo, I can't wait to see you guys again. Because like we we usually do week one. 
but I had baby two coming. Green Bean had some commitments, so we weren't really able to like link us all up together. So we're finally getting together for this game on Monday night. And you're going to be there with us. We're excited. We're excited. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you, you know what? You deserve it. There you go. I love it. Boys and girls, hit that like button. Yeah. For us. Hit it. Complete lawn care established 2021. Grabner. That is quite the, uh, the username, my friend. Thank you so much for the super chat. Says, why would we ever want Rodgers back this year behind this offensive line? Let him heal. Use our newly acquired first on the line. Hit free agency and we will get the year we were supposed to have in 2024 because we have all the pieces right now if he could just be like 85 percent aaron Rodgers and can just complete passes and like ugh, i just i don't want to throw away the season that i was hoping to be like a super bowl caliber team this year and if the jets can just hang around for the playoffs you get aaron Rodgers injected into this team at the end of the season you talk about like a rush of emotion for a, for one team in particular at the right time of year the jets are an entirely different team Green Bean, if, if Rodgers is right on that cusp of coming back, are you concerned about bringing him back, or do you want to to see him play and, and have him play this season? I'm definitely concerned about it. Uh, I mean, dude, I mean, who, who, I mean, we don't even know who they are yet. We just, we just promoted Dennis Kelly. Uh, we, have, we have Xavier Newman. <laughs> so i don't fucking know man i mean look if he wants to come back whatever dude you know what i mean like football players you want to you want to get on the field go ahead get on the field what do i care but i am nervous about it i mean it's zach at least has the one thing you got to give zach is that he can move you know what i mean now so you know uh, he can move a lot backwards and he does crazy stuff but he's mitigated that a lot this year so he's done better with running forward and kind of keeping his eyes downfield, but he can move. He can feel the pressure. He can escape a lot of the time. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I want to remind everybody, is 40 years old and is now coming off an Achilles uh, tendon that is supposed to knock him out all year. And he's, you know, if he does come back early by some miracle of science and drugs and spirituality, uh, you know, I don't know how well that he you know he's going to hold up having to move around it is alarming and i wonder where the wisdom is uh if we can't get this offensive line nice and solid because you never know man guys come in from the from the depths and just end up being good starters all the time guys you know guys go down and the, you know the second string third string ends up being a guy that you that you love and you want to extend and pushes the starter off the team. It happens every single year. So who knows? Maybe Xavier Newman is a guy that we end up loving and wanting to re-sign, and he's our interior offensive lineman for the next five, six years. Who knows? But right now, yeah, it's a little bit freaky to think about. Oh, Matt, what do you think? If it comes down to the end of the season, you want to bring Rodgers back, or you you kind of saving that one for next year? If he's healthy, play him. If he's healthy, let's play, man. I don't, I, I don't want to think of a world where it's like, oh well, yeah, he's medically cleared, and the Jets are we're Jets are sitting at uh, eight and seven, you know, two games to go. They might make the playoffs, they might not, but you know, let's let's not put them back out there. Um, I, I don't want to play scared like that, and I think better quarterback play usually also helps improve the offensive line. 
um, as well when the, the quarterback isn't holding on to the ball for uh, an eternity. Yeah, 100%. I, I think that's an important thing to, to kind of consider, too. The tough part for me is the how fast the Giants came through. Thibodeau and Dexter Lawrence came through the line so fast, and especially you know up up the A gap where you don't have McGovern, you don't have uh, obviously Tipman, and and you're on your what fourth string right guard or whatever. Um, when pressure gets home really quick, it may not matter who the quarterback is, but if Zach's holding on to the ball too long, Rodgers will make this offensive line look better, and we saw a little glimpse of that against the Giants in in preseason when we were, you know, we were kind of getting beat like a drum a little bit throughout the preseason games on the offensive line side of things. And he comes in and and kind of starts executing right away. And it, it, it prevents the defense from just pinning their ears back and going up against you because, look, we're running into stacked boxes. Every team is going to try and force Zach Wilson to beat them with his arm. And right now, that is the game plan, like 100%. That's that's how you 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 beat the Jets right now. You put Aaron Rodgers back there, that box gets a lot lighter. Running becomes a lot easier as well. But if I had my way about it, Rodgers is healthy. He gets medically cleared. He wants to play. You're coming in, boy. I absolutely want it. I don't care. If he got healed in four months from an Achilles tear yeah. and he tears it again, he's got eight months until the start of next year. <laughs> he's got twice as long to figure out the same damn injury. I'm. That's where I'm going with this. So fingers crossed nothing happens, but ugh, man, I want to see him on the field for the Jets. Uh, flying from the UK Friday for Monday night. Hope offense shows up. Jonathan, we are very, very excited to have you here. Coming all the way from across the pond. Boys, girls, if you want to get in on the Jets, talking Jets, group by Jets Chargers Monday night. We still got a handful of tickets left. Not many tickets left. You can still, if you have tickets and you want to do the tailgate like Lambda's doing, Lambda's joining the tailgate Uh Nice. with us and he's already got tickets going to the game or if you want to do the full experience and get down on the field with us before the game and have the tailgate included talkingjets.com you'll see that over there blitz crew comes in says hope ren's doing okay got my talking jets pillow today can't wait for monday night football i think we would be better if we leave the chains off zach so thank you very much ren is still in the hospital right now i was supposed to have a, a live stream yesterday with uh the entertainer talking sports wound up having to call that off uh so shay my 16 month old came home from daycare with rsv a respiratory illness uh and wound up giving it to our 11 week old and our 11 week old is a preemie by five weeks so in a weird roundabout way her lungs are only like five weeks developed or six weeks develops developed whatever that math is so she wound up getting uh admitted to the hospital yesterday beck has been with her last night and today uh, and then, of course, on the way home today, I, my tire friggin' explodes, so I can't even go and see him tomorrow, so that's a little frustrating. But uh, they are doing better. Uh, Ren's doing better. Shay's feeling fine now. But uh, thank you, Blitzcrew. Much, much appreciated. So Blitzcrew got his pillow. Glad to see that. And, uh, yeah, look, I don't want to see Zach Wilson uh, hampered by the playbook. Like, I want to see them let it rip. It, when it, you know... Obviously, if you are running the ball well, continue to run it. But work off your play action, and let's let's let the kid take the training wheels off. That's what I want to see. Matt, you want to see the, the wheels come off? Or not the wheels come off. You want to see the training no, wheels come man. off, Zach? Yes. <laughs> yes. You scared me. I want to see the wheels come off? No. I've seen no, that before. no, no, no. Not a pretty sight. I don't like when that happens. Um, I do think that this is a game where you need to have a similar game plan to what you had against the Eagles and the Chiefs, the Chargers stink against the pass. They have given up on average 
think it's 297 passing yards per game against on average. They're worse, dead last, 32 in the NFL in passing yards against. That's how I would attack them. And you got to get the ball out quick because they have two really good pass rushers. So a lot of just short to intermediate things, dump it off to Brees Hall in space. Like that obviously, you know, it worked against the Giants. I think they need to come out and throw the ball a little bit more this week. Greenby, what about you? You want to see the chains come off, Zach? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think Zach, you know what I'd even like to see? I'd like to see hurry up. Take Mm. away every opportunity for Zach Wilson to think. You know what I mean? Just let him play. Let him. Right. Yeah. Just let him like live in the action. That's where Zach Wilson can make things happen. I will say, though, like while I am not, you know, enamored with Zach Wilson, I will say, you know, rewatching this one, the, the drops were bad. Now, wet ball, all the stuff that we hear, right? I'm sure that that it's real. There's some to that. But everybody betrayed him, whether it was Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Lazard. There were drops all over the place. And if those were completions, we might be talking about a different Zach Wilson, um, you know, like you know, coming out of this game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think the best case scenario for him is just like live and die by the sword, dude. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, if he throws a pick, he throws a pick. Let him air it out. Let him let him make teams pay. They're all playing man against Zach Wilson because they don't believe he can beat him. Similar to what you were saying a few minutes ago, Ryan. Like that's what they're doing. They're taking away the short stuff, the Brees Hall, the running game, and they're saying let's see if Zach Wilson can beat us because up to this point he has struggled to do that. So go ahead, man. Just say, you know what? You want to let you want to see if he can beat you. Well, let's see if he can friggin' beat you. That's what I'd like to see. Devin Martinez comes in. Thank you so much for the super chat, dude. He says, I was supposed to go to the game with my girlfriend, but she might have just broke her foot. I might be going to the game alone. Maybe I'll get tickets to the tailgate so I'm not a loner all game. Yeah, come on over with us. 100 percent We got the just the tailgate tickets in the um uh on the website. So if you want to Head over there and uh, and do that. We would love to have you. Would absolutely love to have you. Um, I oh, I see uh, Matt. I see your comment in there. Dick Chimney uh, wants to be added to the OnlyFans members Discord. I don't know how to do that. Oh, okay. So uh, I, I sent the uh, the regular link, but I don't know where the members only the OnlyFans member only is. So he just has to connect in in Discord itself. He has to connect his YouTube account to his Discord. And it will push through. It'll automatically assign him the role, and he will see the members-only section of that. We post the uh, the pro football focus grades every week in there, which I actually did not do this week, so I'll do that tonight. I hope Dick um, is still in there because – okay. Well, we'll pass that I, info off to Dick. Yeah. Any of you guys that are members of the channel, if you wanted – well, I mean, anyone can join the Discord that we have. But if you want to get the uh, OnlyFans membership-exclusive – uh, you know, section of the Discord. You just have to link your YouTube account to your Discord, and it basically tells our Discord that you are a member of the channel, and then it'll unlock that portion for you. And we have some uh, some cool stats that wind up getting put in there. We have people posting pictures and and, and comments and whatnot. It's been a been a good time. Um, but yeah, Devin, come on, hang out with us, hundred percent. There's uh, well, I, I feel bad for your girlfriend. Of course, you know, don't want to have a broken foot, but you get to hang out with the guys, possibly, if she allows you to to, to go. 
If Becca broke her foot, I don't know if I would be going anywhere. I'd probably be stuck home. Or or you can get her a really nice gift from the game to bring home to her. Maybe a right. Talking Jets t-shirt. Could be a that Talking Jets t-shirt. A mug? Yeah. A pillow? Right. I don't have them up here. Let me... We figured it out for Devin. A, a Talking Jets pillow so she can prop up her foot. So, talking Jets pillow. It's on the website. Yeah. There you go. Boom. This is genius. <laughs> I, I was going to say, someone's going to win. We got to figure out when we're going to do it. But Adam Gray sent us coasters that he made, which was so oh. cool. So cool. I have them downstairs. I should probably go grab them. I, you know, I'm going to go grab them. You guys talk real quick, and I'll be right back. Bean, did you see on Twitter, Tanzel Smart, what he just tweeted out? We were just tagged. No. Okay. You, all right. Let me I, see. Would, I can't share the screen because uh, Ryan's in charge of that. But anyone who is watching this, not on the YouTube tab, keep us open. But on another tab, go to Tanzel Smart on Twitter because he tweets out char <laughs> on the menu and he is wearing this. What do you want? Like a smock? What do you call it? What would you call that? Yeah, it's like a sandwich board. Yeah, right. But he's got that rocket like strapped up over his his fit so charcucci is back the legend i love it charcucci dude he has totally embraced that one huh man holy cow charcucci board look at that thing you see it right this i i did not where are you looking twitter on twitter smart on twitter posted a picture saying charcucci on the menu and he's wearing like this smock looking thing that has char- a charcuterie print all over <laughs> oh, the halloween i love it he went full uh full entree or no full appetizer full appetizer it's like the uh i love it i just love it they should just reshoot hard knocks and have him come back and you can show that yeah. so the, the reason i went downstairs is adam gray sent us these really cool coasters. So we got a green bean and a Talkin' Jets logo. And then we got a Just Jets and a Jets Talk 24-7 logo. So it's really cool. He sent us each a a, a little set of them. And he also gave us a fourth one to give away. So he gave it away to someone. I think we give it away to someone who's coming to the tailgate. I feel like that would be a fun fun time to do. So we'll we'll do a little raffle at the tailgate because we're actually we're raffling off a jersey as well at the tailgate. So we'll have to uh, as we get you guys up there. Maybe do we announce? I guess we announce it on the. Hmm. We'll figure it out. We'll either announce it on the show or we'll. Whatever we are raffling one off for the game. So the people that are coming to the game, you guys get five raffle tickets each, and then it uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So Devin, if you want to come by, talkingjets.com. Proud New York Jets fan. Says, if you had to fight one Jet content guy, who would it be, and why would it be Jets Chaos? Green Bean. It's Pork Roll Buttercup. So, Green Bean, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that one to you first. If you had to beat, if you had, if you had to fight one Jet yeah. content guy, who would it be? I would fight Nick Shine because that's who's writing this. Uh, I would, uh, yeah, I know Jets Chaos. That would be the most fun you could have is uh, beating up Jeremy for a little while. Uh, you know what I would do? I would smack Jeremy around with Taylor Ham. That's what I would do. <laughs> oh, no. 
I would stick slices on his eyes and all that kind of stuff. That'd be fun, man. Uh, hey, you want to call it pork roll? Go ahead and call it pork roll. Everybody knows the deal at this point. It's Taylor ham, egg, and cheese, and that's the way it will always be. But it doesn't matter. I'll eat your pork roll. It tastes almost exactly the same. I'm in. Proud New York Jets fan can go hang out with Joe Blewett. He's a he's a big pork roll guy. He's he living. Uh, if you're looking at New Jersey, he's on the line of like right where pork roll and Taylor ham divides the state. Um, yeah, it's Taylor ham for me too. Matt, yeah. if you had to fight one of the Jet content guys, who would it be? Why? Would uh, be? I'm not really. The funny thing, I did you see Buffalo Jets tweet after everything that went went down today on? on I did Twitter? not. What, what happened? Okay. Oh, just tell him you got to tell him the story though first, Matt. You got to okay, tell him. Yeah, I need context him. here. I've been okay. Like, I'm gonna tell you the yeah. You've been a, so buckle in because it's it's a long it's a long story. Okay. But, okay. So it's between two Jets con two Jets content people have beef today. Ooh. Okay. Number one is Michael Nania. Michael okay. Nania tweeted out um, like the eyeball emoji and mm -hmm. said something to the effect of like oh i like i know something but and then he's like no not really i'm just kidding uh and then boy green aka paul oh well paul Eston, paul andrew Eston jr aka boy green screenshotted it and said messing around with jets fan on nfl trade deadline is clown behavior man smh shaking my head so mm, interesting we're just getting started here michael nania quote tweets and says clown behavior is you every day clipping other people's work and putting eyeball emojis for engagement and firing off misleading clickbait headlines. And he screenshots like a bunch of his headlines from heavy.com. Mm. Paul writes back and says, crying for unfollowing you, huh? You guys use all, my, you guys use my tweets in your articles. And he linked four articles to it. And then <laughs> oh, Boy Green started tweeting out his karate videos where he's going buck wild on the karate. It was a electric factory. But anyway, that that's the main just that's the main beef. But my favorite part in all of this was one just following along with this as the trade deadline is is commencing. Mm -hmm. But Buffalo Jet fan tweets out uh, an electric tweet. He goes, "All Jets content creators, share where you're at. If we ever have to square up, I'll start." And it goes, "Age 31, but feels 36. Height six foot two. Weight 210. Body type dad bod. Additional notes." College wrestler, poor vision, vulnerable before I've had my coffee. So then everyone's <laughs> been replying with like their stats. So I drop in 28, 6'4, 235, dad bod, additional notes, mid high school baseball player, can't digest gluten. Um, all, all stuff like all stuff like that. So, so I've been getting a real kick out of this. It's not dad bod, it's father figure. That's father that's what I'm going with that. here. <laughs> Yeah. So this is their I, proud I totally missed this whole Twitter like interaction thing. That's amazing. Oh, so that amazing their, chaos. Yeah. So hey that's Matt, what did you did you see my comment on there? No, I didn't. Oh, old old and fat, extremely angry, good with the blade. <laughs> <laughs> I just Man, woke now I up think from my nap on there. That's oh, that's cool. I have no idea now. That's. Buffalo's intimidating. I'm not a tall dude. I'm like five foot nine, so six two. He, Buffalo would have a, a you know a reach on me. That, that, that would be a bad one. Uh, I think I would I would go with Jeremy. I, I'm I'm taking the low hanging fruit and I'm hitting him with some Taylor ham. Just smack him around, <laughs> green bean. We'll we'll do. Some, I'll jump off the turnbuckle and I'll like land on him and then he'll be like that didn't really hurt because you're not that heavy. But 
it'll still be fun to do. It'll be like jumping off a table. Like Jeremy can be the table that is our like Jets Mafia, you know, landing zone. There we go. There you go. So I guess that's where this this, <laughs> this comment came from. That makes a lot more yeah. sense now. All right. E-Boogie comes in. E-Boogie drops in with Super Chat. Thank you so much. He says, freeze green bean. Okay, if you say Aww, so. E-Boogie. Oh, no. Hold on. I got to find this. Where's my little... Uh, freeze. My little... Freeze, shh, what am I doing? Freeze. E-Boogie. That's a nice. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Fellas, how do you feel about JD and his move today, signing a free agent, not trade on the deadline, and was there any possibility of us getting any better player-wise? Uh... So any better, look, Ezra Cleveland was the move. I think that would have been a really, really good move for the Jets to do. Now, I think what they're thinking is Roger Saffold doesn't cost a draft pick and has been in Keith Carter's offensive line system before, so he should be plug and play. Uh, and we we got to see Justin Pugh come off the, the couch for the, for the Giants. Why can't Roger Saffold come off the couch for the New York Jets and provide us a little bit of a boost? So I would have loved to have seen Ezra Cleveland because of how low of a draft pick it was and how much... Uh, how young he is, uh, but he's going into a contract year. Maybe the the Vikings knew he was going to ask for a ton of money, and I don't know. Maybe it wasn't something the Jets felt like parting with at this particular point in time. Matt, what do you think of Joe Douglas and his move with Saffold and not making a trade at the deadline? Yeah, uh, I would have rather made the trade for the better offensive lineman than just using, you know, not giving up the draft capital and, and signing Saffold. I'm, I'm glad they did something. But my preference would have been going uh, Ezra Cleveland because I think he is a better player than uh, Roger Saffold is. Mm, Greenbean, what about you? What did you think of JD's moves or lack thereof today, but then bringing in the free agent as opposed to to making a trade? Well, I was legitimately surprised that we didn't make a move today. Again, I didn't love the McCall Hardman trade. Uh, he goes right to... To uh, Kansas City, scores a touchdown. They were using him this weekend on ends around, you know, end arounds. He looks great, but he, um, he could be the reason they lost this past weekend. He muffed that punt. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Well, well, live by the sword, die by the sword. Green yeah, come right. on. That's what I'm saying. But still, you know, so he's, uh, you know, as far as being on this team, I think it was. I, I just don't. I don't think the value's there. So, uh, if you're going to do stuff like that, I think you know a sixth round pick. For Ezra Cleveland, who's only in the league, what, three years? Uh, right? Was it three, four? This is his look. fourth year. Yeah, he's going. In, he's in a contract year, right. year now. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think it's a no-brainer. Um, and we and Joe Douglas has extra sixths, <laughs> so why not do it? Uh, but anyway, I do like grabbing Roger Saffold. It was just a couple years ago. Uh, myself, among many Jets fans, were clamoring to sign him as a free agent. Now, he's, he's a few years older, of course, and he's sitting on his couch, so there's that. But I still think he's uh, he's going to be better than somebody we're pulling up from the practice squad, most likely. Um, so I like it, but I was genuinely surprised that we didn't make any moves. On the seller piece, I'm glad that we didn't, and I told you guys why. I'm a believer in depth. I like having guys like Bryce Hall. On the team, I like having guys like Carl Lawson. The money's already spent, man. 
Like we're, you know, we're already, we already have them. Why deplete it? Unless somebody's like, hey, I need a defensive end. I'll give you a third round pick for Carla. Okay, no problem. Bring it, bring it on. That's a move that 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 you can make. But if we're talking about pick swaps and you know at the end of day three, I just don't see the value. I'd much rather have the depth. But um, yeah, Ezra Cleveland was the move, uh, and the uh, the Jags got a friggin' uh, got a steal, man. In my opinion, and it's a uh, it's uh, disheartening. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating to see a player go for for that little. But I'm with you on on the trading away of players as well. Uh, I would have been fine if the Jets made a move and they're like, hey, you know, we're not going to use Dalvin Cook anyway. But there's a part of me that looks at this past week and sees all our offensive linemen go down, or two weeks ago when we didn't have any of our cornerbacks. And just seeing like, wow, we're really lucky to have a Bryce Hall that can step in and be a starter if he needed to be. And you know what? If Brees Hall goes down, look, I want to see Izzy and I, I don't mind seeing Carter out there. But if I needed more of a bell cow type back, I think Cook is who I would roll with over yeah. uh, and then have Izzy be the, the guy that'll spell you at that point. Um, and then Carl Lawson, like we said, if you lose one of your edge rushers, he can he can step right in. You know, it's the cap relief that we would have seen would not have been that that great where it would have you know impacted us majorly next year uh the reports for Carl Lawson is that the Jets would have had to eat more of his his salary in order to facilitate a trade anyway and then you know yeah I just I, I wouldn't have wanted to make a move just to make a move and then we wind up leaving ourselves uh shorthanded so Matt do you think there was uh what did you think about not making a trade of any of our players at the deadline yeah, um, I would have been okay if they moved, not a ton of pieces, but Carl Lawson, just because that's an area where they have a plethora and he's just going to sit on um, the scratch pad anyway. And I would like that to open up more opportunities for someone like Will McDonald. Uh, and then choose one of Michael Carter or Dalvin Cook to keep and trade the other and activate Izzy. Uh, more to just kind of force your hand to, you know, activate Izzy Abanacanda and get him in the mix. Um, so I, I understand like what he, what uh, Joe Douglas ended up saying after the fact. He's like, oh, these are, you know, these are guys that we want to have here. You know, important roles for the second half of the season. And I hear him. I, I understand where he's coming from. But it also like by trading sometimes that opens up opportunities for some younger guys on the roster and guys who frankly just might be better than the guys in front of them right now like carl lawson loved this signing i thought he was good last year but injuries have just really caught up with him he's not the same player right now um dalvin cook looks kind of washed michael carter looks nothing like the guy we saw in his first year in the league so why not let's see what we have in izzy abanacanda Justin Crazy, we're going to jump over to your super chat, then we'll get back to J-Boy and Lucky Leo and Devin Martinez and Blitz Crew and then MC Lean. Uh, Justin says, would you want Newman at center on Monday or start Titman and move Saffold to left guard? So I don't know. I don't think Saffold has any uh, experience other than left and right guard. I, I know he was left guard most recently, I believe. Um, as far as Titman, do we know if Titman's coming back, Matt? Have we heard? Uh, so we did not get official news, but a friend of the program, Dick Jimney, uh, had a relatively positive tweet about uh, Joe Tipman's situation. Um, he says, right now, they don't have a center on the roster. They moved 
uh, Newman back to the practice squad. They could always recall him in the next six days. Um, but he thinks this is Amini talking, not Joe Douglas. He mm-hmm. thinks that Tipman might be ready to come back and play. He, he, he read like reading the tea leaves. Mm-hmm. He thinks that might mean that, uh, Tipman's ready to return. And if so, I would like to see him at center. Yeah. hundred percent. You draft the center in the second round. It's, it's time for him to, to shine there at that point. I just I, I don't know if I want to rush him back if they're like I want him to be fully healthy. My my like panic is if he's if he's not healthy the rest of the way out. The other part of this is like Dwayne Brown is supposed to be able to be activated, uh, I believe starting last week. So it could happen at some point. Maybe there's some talk of either him playing right tackle and kicking Mitchell inside or or trying to see if Brown can do anything on the inside or if he just sits as our backup left tackle. I don't know. Greenby, do you think there's any positional flexibility for for Brown coming back? And then what do you think of Newman? Do you think he starts at center on Monday, or do you think Tipman winds up starting? Well, Tipman, I don't think Tipman's playing uh, for a little while. If he's ready, I would do it, you know. Um, but I think uh, I think Newman's our boy, dude. I think get ready to buy your Newman jerseys because uh, he's going to be a stud. He's going to be a surprise, and we're all going to love him. He's going to be the best thing since sliced bread. And we're all going to be very happy. So I I see him uh, starting. As far as Dwayne Brown, I mean, look, dude, when it when it when it gets decimated like you're seeing, you just got to take a big fat guy and just say, dude, we need you to play over here. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's it. Center did it, dude. That's right. So it's just like, hey, everybody's hurt. It's either you or Garrett Wilson playing guard. So get in there and play guard. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, if you said to Rucker, like, hey, we need you to play guard, he'd be like, when? Right now? Yeah, I'm running absolutely. in. That, you know, so I think any of these guys would do it. Uh, you know, as far as, like, you know, remember the beginning of the season we were talking about switching him to right guard or whatever? And he hasn't played it in a while. So optimally, he's not going to do that. But in a pinch, in, you know, in the heat of battle, so to speak, you just, we need a guard. Go in there. He would do it. And I think he would do fine. Uh, we've got J-Boy coming in. He says, we leave for New York City on Friday. See you boys in six days. J-Boy's going to be with Ooh. us at the game. If you want to get in on the last little bit of the Talking Jets group by Jets Chargers for Monday night, we do have a few tickets left over on TalkingJets.com. Make sure you get them before they're gone. And if you have your tickets already to go to the game, you can just get the, the tailgate-only option uh, as well, that is an option over there. Lucky Leo comes in and says, Hey guys, super excited about Monday night. Is there a time we are meeting? Also, why didn't we make any moves today? So Monday night, we are meeting. I believe the tailgate starts. A parking lot opens, I think, at 4 o'clock, right? Yeah, yeah. so 4 o'clock, that's probably, we'll, I would think we'll try to get there as early as possible just to like set up. Um, but we'll be there from basically 4 o'clock almost till game time. We're going to go on the field before then, so it'll probably be more of like a three-hour uh ish tailgate with us and then uh we have two different groups that'll wind up going onto the field uh we'll see you guys in in person we'll kind of explain it a little bit better there but um we're looking forward to it so so four o'clock on we'll be uh we'll be with tailgate joe in lot e26 and as far as why didn't we make any moves today (sighs) man i I don't know. The the Ezra Cleveland one really irritates me because it, that feels like it was just the right move all the way around, and I don't know how Douglas didn't have his finger on the pulse of that particular move. Like, how did the Jaguars get that done and we did not? Um, that's probably just one question that I'd, I'd love to know the answer to that we'll never find out. But, 
you know, I guess the short end of the answer is they like their team as it's currently constructed and they don't want to give away assets of players uh, or, or draft picks that they see as four-year assets to this team moving forward. So I, I think they value the futures of their potential draft picks as opposed to the current, uh, you know, band-aid that might be right now. Uh, Devin Martinez comes in, says, call me what you want. I'm still going to this game. Good, Devin. I'm glad. That's I'm not right. going to call you anything. Your girlfriend's got a broken you foot. Awesome. That's all right. See, you'll, you just, you know, just do the right thing. Just be like, be like, hey, babe, I got you talking Jets pillow. <laughs> Rest your foot on it. You'll be feeling great. You'll be healed up in no time. I think it's it's a win-win for all involved. I think it is. Blitzkrew could tell you just how comfortable that pillow is. Or maybe it's uncomfortable. I don't really know. I really should get a pillow and put it on the couch. You should ask there. him. Blitzkrew, yeah, how's, how's the pillow? pillow? Can you try it? Out? Can he try it out? And get, get on, a, on a scale from one to purple pillow, how comfortable is it? The purple pillow, by the way, if you don't have it, oh, incredible. Got the purple mattress. Ooh, purple pillow. Oh my god have you have you never seen the purple mattress, Matt? No, it's like that. It? Oh, dude, it's like sleeping on a cloud. It's incredible. But they make a purple really? pillow. If I could have some sort of sponsorship. <laughs> With purple, I would I would have purple pillows on every bed in the house. There, it's the most comfortable freaking pillow. If you like a squishy pillow that's like nice and airy and breathes, like it is incredible. It is absolutely the nicest pillow I've ever had. And I like a little firm pillow though. That's different. Yeah. So so if, if you like a firm pillow, not for you, hundred percent not for you. I like <sighs> to fold my pillows into little tiny boxes that are this thick. It will you like squeeze to it together and you give it a little bit of like you know. You have a little support and whatnot. Like it's just it's so but comfortable. It's, I, but I it's run airy. Yeah, I need I need it to be substantial. Mm. No, I like it. My pillow is so squished down. It's like a sheet of loose leaf. It's it's real, <laughs> real, yeah, real, real thin. But it, you I know, like what? yeah, I come from an era of down. Like I like mm. down pillows. I can manipulate it. I can push shit to one side. I can. I like that. You know, I like to mm. make it into like it's like mashed potatoes. That's my pillow. I like mashed potato pillows. <laughs> oh God! Is that what the gone. Jets the talking Jets pillows like? Talking <laughs> Jets pillow. I've heard it's made out of unicorn fur. I don't know if that's Ooh, true or not. So don't hold it to me. I heard that's nice. I I think that's what it's made out of. So, uh, but you have a says, purple bed though, Ryan. Oh, dude, I have the purple mat. So when we moved into this house, our uh, bedroom set became our guest bedroom set. And we had a, a new primary bedroom. And we're like, okay, we're going to put a new bed and mattress in there. And we, we laid on a bunch of different beds. And we laid on the purple mattress at uh, Raymore and Flanagan. And I was like, oh, man, this is the best mattress I've ever laid on. We looked at the price tag. I was like, that's not happening. Let's keep laying on other stuff. And like the the, the purchase of the house took longer than we were expecting so we we kind of kept trying other places and trying other beds, and I was like, man, I keep going back to that same purple mattress. And let me tell you, it is by far the best mattress I've ever owned. Um, not that I've ever, honestly, I've never owned a brand new mattress. So, you know, obviously brand new mattress or something else. Maybe, maybe that's better. But this one, like, I run hot and I sweat in my sleep at times. And, like, the purple mattress just breathes so well. And like literally every person that comes over to my house when I was giving them like the little tour, like, oh, here's my house. It was like, you got to lay on the bed. <laughs> They're like, what? I was like, no, you have to like, you have to lay on this mattress. Do yourself a favor. Go to a Rayborn Flanagan or whatever. Lay on a purple mattress and tell me I'm crazy. It is absolutely incredible. I almost bought one. 
Oh. Do you sink into it when you lay down on it, or it's no? Like, it, it's it's almost like a memory foam, but it's not as. This is gonna sound weird. It's not as like. St- I don't want to say stiff or hard as memory foam. Like, you know, when you lay on memory foam and there's that initial like um, kind of stiffness and you sort of slowly sink into your your spot and it yeah. molds to your body. It kind of molds to your body quicker than that. It's almost like I think of like a Belgium waffle, like a deep, deep waffle. And like that's kind of what you're laying on. And so there's like a compression, but there's air that goes through it, which is like really nice. It actually it winds up being a it's like a mattress cover almost that goes on like it's it's the full purple mattress but there's a a top layer of it that has this like waffly texture that's also in the purple pillow and i I mean i absolutely love it (laughs) it is one of the best purchases i've ever made also if you haven't switched to silk pillowcases yet you are missing out if you run hot there's nothing like a Mm. silk pillowcase so we've been doing the higher thread count um like duvet cover and like that lasts about a year and then like it just rips to pieces and like falls apart. I anything that breathes is is a hundred percent where I'm at because I I hate I need to have one leg outside of the covers at all times. Pop a leg out. Yeah. Yeah, got it. It's amazing how that works like so well. Eddie McGuire said he's got a Japanese pillow with a hole for his head. What the fuck could that mean, Eddie? So you could Jap- lay face down. You can lay face down without like suffocating oh, that yourself. Freak me. That would freak me out. I don't know if I could what? do that. It like a massage weird. table, Eddie? It's like a massage table. I think that's what he's talking about. I've seen the pillows with the armhole. So like that I want. That's cool. That I right? want. Dude, it's yeah, laying sleeper. next to your significant other and your arms just like fast asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, I'm a side sleeper. I would love to lay it's like you lay on a ramp. I, I could use a good ramp to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You guys have to lay on one if you have not already. Uh, Blitzcrew comes in and says, annoys me when Philly claims pork roll as theirs. They can have pork what? roll. Screw it. They're losers. Doesn't matter. I never heard of us. Philly doing that. Why would Philly? I've never heard of such madness. We're going to take their cheesesteaks away. That's what it's going to be. You're gonna hey, be, do, to be. Did you guys ever see, Ryan, though? There's a Jersey cheesesteak. Did you ever see that? Is it like Taylor Ham? No, no, it's a cheesesteak, but it's uh, it's on a round Kaiser roll. You should look it up. Ah, I don't like it. Google. Oh, it's delicious. I'm not, There's I, I'm not a big like. I would rather the what what, what would a what does a Philly cheesesteak come on like a, a it's like a roll but like long a, roll. Yeah, long, it's a long roll. roll. I prefer that honestly over the Kaiser roll. I'm not a big How like when know? I get a breakfast sandwich. Here's a question: When you get a breakfast sandwich, is it a Kaiser roll or like? Do you prefer something else? Do you prefer a wrap? Do you prefer a bagel? I'm a bagel all damn day. I will never get a roll for a breakfast sandwich unless I'm like forced to. I do not like eating a roll. I, I'm not there to like eat the bread. <laughs> I'm there to eat the meats on the bread. And I I'm like with- the everything bagel with like the, you know, the little bit of taste there. Matt, where are you at? So, I mean, obviously the celiac disease comes into play here, but yes, let's say we can either find a gluten, my gluten-free bakery, shout out Bare Naked Bakery in Belmore, the goat, uh, or like back in the day, pre-diagnosis, I mm. prefer bagel, but I do like me. I like the, I like a poppy seed roll, big poppy Ooh, seed. Fit. Okay. That's different. That's a little different than the Kaiser. I actually, I would prefer more than a Kaiser. Have you ever had a, uh, a breakfast sandwich on a brioche? No. Yeah. Oh, brioche oh, yeah. bun. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's delicious. That would be, I would have that over a Kaiser, but bagel is still my, my number one. Green bean, what's your your breakfast sandwich of choice? 
All right. I'm going to get specific here, okay? I would love it. Um, a proper Taylor ham, egg, and cheese is on a hard roll, okay? That's what it is. The fact that you're so resistant to it, I think you should loosen up and because and, and, there's something about the way that it smashes down and it's a, it's a whole thing. But mm. I am also a huge fan of good bagels, like a really nice onion bagel with a Taylor ham, egg, and cheese or bacon, mm. egg, and cheese on it. Like nice and sloppy. I like the cheese melting over the side and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but a Taylor ham, egg, a proper Taylor ham, egg, and cheese, you go to a diner, you go to some place that does it, Taylor ham, egg, and cheese on a hard roll is, is, is the purest way to do it. But if they put a bagel in front of me, I'm going to, I'm going to smile and be happy too. You know, what's funny. I never really, uh, so when I first started having breakfast sandwiches, they were just on bagels. It never occurred to me for a Kaiser roll until I was like much older. And then I was like, oh. This is not the same thing that I eat. This is very weird. So I guess I'm the weird one for for having it on bagels initially. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a bagel guy through and through. Uh, MC Lean says, my profile pick is JD seeing a washed up 35-year-old offensive lineman. He's got the, the guy licking his lips, rubbing his hands together. Uh, hey, I will take the... Uh, I won't call him washed up. I don't think he's washed up. I think he had to play in Buffalo... And it's just a different style offense and a different type of quarterback than you had in Tannehill and, uh, you know, whoever they had out in L.A. and whatnot. I just I think it's different. I think it's different. And I'm hoping that's going to be better. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at Green Bean again. Dude, what the fuck? I just want you guys to see this thing. I, I, I clicked the link, but you sent me like some recipe from like a mom blog where you got to scroll down 55. Mine says pages. redirect notice. How the hell did you even get it? Green Bean sent us a thing in the private chat and it doesn't mean. <laughs> oh, this looks good. Okay. This looks you see good. It? Oh, I got That's it. Jersey cheesesteak. Show it, right, Ryan. So I, where's the picture? It. I don't see a picture of this. Oh, you thing. don't see the picture? No, no refresh. Or scroll up. Refresh. Baby. Oh, there it goes. There okay. it is. Okay. There it is. I that did it right. Good. That's different. That is a that is a yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what the soy sauce piece is. That's weird, but you know, fucking people are weird. But that's Dude, essentially I'm... a Jersey cheesesteak. Okay. That's interesting. I yeah. like that. I, I do like the poppy seed roll more than like the straight up Kaiser. Um, where was I? I'm running all over the place here. Blitz crew comes in, says Saffold was at practice, uh, was a practice squad signing offensive tackle. Dennis Kelly signed to the active roster along with smart today. You guys know anything about him? I do not. I did not even know Dennis Kelly was on the team. I'll be honest. I've been a little preoccupied the last two days. Uh, do either of you guys know anything about Dennis Kelly? Matt does, but he's a 12 year vet or something like that. Right, Matt? Um, from my recollection, not only is he a 12-year vet, he, like his, uh, the guy he's going to be blocking for, Zach Wilson, is a future Hall of Famer. They're both on their way to getting into the Hall. We'll see me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I see Scuttlebuttle, Big Bunda, Bronx Kid, and Radavan in there, but I want to jump over to our boy Dom C, who's going to be joining us on, uh, on Monday. Very excited. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat, Dom. He says, Ezra Cleveland, we actually don't have a fifth, the Jacob Martin trade, or a seventh, the Chuck Clark trade right now. Once comp picks are issued, we get two sixth. Ezra mm-hmm. has been good, but struggled his first two years and only plays left guard, if that matters. So maybe they said, hey, if he can't play right guard, we already have Lake and Tomlinson. 
on the left-hand side. That's super frustrating if he's not, you know, positional flexibility uh, there or not. I don't know. I don't know. Green, any any thoughts to uh, Dom C's analysis on Ezra Cleveland? Well, let me tell you, it's a great point. I uh, I forgot about the six. I it's funny because I was thinking we had multiple six. I think what I was thinking was about the comp picks. So that's interesting that Dom put that there. Uh, I didn't organize it, but that would be a reason. Everybody, we're all here, mm -hmm. mad and and pouting. Maybe nobody wanted Joe Douglas's 2025 uh, picks. You know that he that that he has because you can't trade what you don't have, even if you're likely to get it. You just can't do that. Uh, so maybe we just didn't have the capital, and he's not going to send anything higher than he wants uh, to give. But I would have been willing to give a fourth. Why not? Right. I'd give a fourth to shore up the damn interior offensive line. But again, uh, maybe that's what we're looking at. I think I want to just uh, thank Dom C for once again uh, putting things into perspective with his complete nerdism. It's nice to have nerds around, Brian. That's what I like. That's why I like it. 100%. We love Dom C. If you guys have not subscribed to Dom C's uh, YouTube channel, Project Prospect, definitely head over there. Dude's got some really good analysis. So I, we bring him on all the time to talk draft and whatnot. So if, if you want a little heads up on stuff, make sure you sub up Dom C. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I guess I'll, I'll throw it to you, Matt, too. What did you think about us not having a fifth or a seventh because of the trades and Cleveland only playing left guard? That does make a difference. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Saffold has pretty much exclusively been a left guard as well. I believe uh, that is right. I, yeah. so that, I believe that is left. Yes. Oh yeah. So that 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 could be an issue unless they're planning on moving Lincoln Tomlinson over, which I that's why they moved AVT in the first place because he's the left guard. So um uh, I, that that very well could be true about Ezra Cleveland, but I also think that it's true uh, with um our guy Roger Saffold as well that he's pretty much played at left guard most of his career. So Roger Saffold dating back to 2010, 3 years as a left tackle, 1 year right guard, then left guard, then right guard. Then one, two, three, four, five, six as a left guard. And then he's just listed as a guard with Buffalo. So he's got positional flexibility. I do like that. Okay. Well, I if you look at his his snap counts, you have to go back to twenty fifteen for two hundred and thirty-three snaps at right guard was the last time. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. but at least he's played a little bit all over the line. So in emergency situations, it, it gives you that positional flexibility. So I, I do like it. I like the signing anyway, but I would have liked that signing in conjunction with Ezra Cleveland as well. So whatever. I think it's good. I think it's good. Scuttlebuttle comes in and says, is Boyle our DeVito? Should we go to Simeon now? Yeah, I would not have Boyle as our active backup uh, on game day. I want to see Simeon as the active backup because I think at least he can provide you baseline quarterback play. I don't think you're going to get that from Boyle, at least on any kind of consistent basis. Uh, Big Bunda says tip was on the jet Insta moving around. So was Dwayne. So I guess they're both uh, very close to coming back. I would love to get, I mean, we need them. We just need bodies on the offensive line. We are so thin right now. We're probably lucky with like, this particular stretch of games aside from the pass rushers we're going to face man i don't know i want to see them both back on the field though big bunda uh oh yeah Bronsky. look at that 
I'm sorry. Uh, Joe Tim. Yeah, I'm going to flip my camera around. The, yeah, let's Joe see. Flipping, uh, flipping balls to little kids out there on the Jets IG. I don't know. if you... There you go. I like it. Big little Ginger Reed doing it. That's all right. I get the feeling. Who he's did that? Aaron, who was that throwing Tittman. the ball? Tipman. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Ooh, Bronx kid said, hey, Ryan, wife and I just bought the purple with a smart base best investment ever. I don't know what the smart base is. Is that the thing that lifts the bed up just a little bit? Is that what that's called? I think we do have that on ours. Um, but no, I don't you know. can I ask the base. You can, go, you can go, hey, smart base, who's the quarterback that threw the most interceptions in 2022? And it'll say, it'll give you it's got the a answer. speaker in it. It's just like, yeah. hey, oh, stop moving like that. I know what's it, going on. It, it, it's the thing that, like, it looks like it's tilting up or tilting oh, down. Oh, definitely don't have that. But that's cool. Let that's me tell you cool. guys, I made the mistake years ago, right? Maybe like, I don't know, it's got to be 10 years ago, eight, nine, 10 years ago now. I went and I bought, I was doing very well, and we went and bought this $4,000 mattress, right? Which mm -hmm. we still have, by the way. But we bought one of those bases that goes up. It's like independent sides and the, the yeah, feet yeah. go up and the head goes up. We use that thing for, I mean, aggressively for maybe a month. It's not even plugged in. It's, I'm telling you, it's not even. It hasn't been plugged in since 2000 and maybe seven or whatever it is. I don't even know how many, two, you know, at least five, six years. It's just, it loses its, for me anyway, it lost its mm -hmm. thrill. It's not worth the 1500 extra dollars or whatever the frig it was. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I'd rather, I'd rather a bass that can tell, hey, play the Beatles. Smart bass. You could get a smart speaker for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> Probably even less than that now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, if you like it, you like it. I'll tell you what, I loved it in the store. It was amazing. Then I got home Dude, and I was like, I used Wah. to, so when I was younger, my grandma had a bed like that. And then my parents uh, more recently had a bed like that. And they had the independent side. My grandma only had like a full, like it, it, you couldn't have independent sides on it. But I mean, it was cool. I mean, as a kid, I'd wind up like laying sideways in like the <laughs> the taco formation yeah. that it would kind of create. And that was fun. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I prop myself up pretty high with pillows because I watch I'll watch movies and, and shows in bed while Becca's sleeping. I'll pop like a, a headphone in. So that way I'm not like pissing her off, but I don't know. That's pretty cool. I'm hoping that like, I don't need that for, for a little while. Matt, you ever have one of those, uh, or been on one of those moving beds? No, but I'll tell you a good story, uh, about me with beds. So I only recently, I'm going to say 2018 or 19, I updated, um, to a queen size bed. It was like, my first job out of whenever my first job out of college was oh, mm -hmm. uh, 2017 to 18, whatever, ar around that time, uh, mm -hmm. I was like, I was gonna get myself a nice bed. But the bed before that, I was sleeping up until I was 23. Tell me in, it was a twin. In a twin bed. Dude, because, your feet must have been hanging off the end. <laughs> You're enormous. So what happened was, uh, in, you have to revert back to, I guess, like 10 to 12 years prior. I was in fifth grade. And my parents got me a new mattress and they're like, mm -hmm. has a 10 year warranty. This is the last one we're going to buy it. So <laughs> me from seventh grade into eighth grade and then eighth grade into ninth grade, I grew six inches. So I was like six, two in ninth grade. <laughs> so I was, I didn't fit in my bed for like half a decade. I was sleeping in a bed <laughs> that I did not fit in. 
in a twin bed from like 2008 through 2017. So were um, your feet like over top of the hood of your race car bed that you have? I did have a race car bed. Previous. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> it was so, so cool. I love that thing. Um, but no, I just would make a habit of I would curl myself. I would tuck my knees in very tight into my chest. Mm. Uh, and now my back hurts all the time. Good idea. Dude, we we went from so I've had a queen bed for a, for a pretty long time. I got uh, the mattress when, you know, a family member passed away like a long, long time ago. Uh, so I had a queen for for a long time. Uh, and then when Becca and I got the king for the the master bedroom, oh man, there's a lot of room. Like I don't even have to cuddle with Becca. I, I can stay on my own no. side. That's great. I could. I don't think I could go back below a king at this point. My one friend got a California king, which is like super long and everything. And I like, I'm not tall, so I don't need to do that. But I've heard that's incredible too. Green bean, dude. You got, you a got a king? king bed. When you first get your king, your first king bed, it feels like you're in a different neighborhood. Yes. As the person you're sleeping with. You're like, holy shit. You're way over there. After a few years, I swear to God, I even I might have said it, I don't know, a couple months ago. I'm like, we gotta get a bigger bed. <laughs> like now it just feels like <laughs> just slap two like king beds together. You just, it'll be fine. Yeah, I just want a big I just want the whole room to be bed. I want to sleep over there in the corner. You know what? It's funny because like you know, uh, after you're married for many years, like the whole thing of like sleeping with somebody, it loses its, you know, whatever it's luster and you just want to sleep. So like we, we, you know, my previous house, we had lots of rooms and I would be able to sleep in a different, I had like my room, you know, my bedroom. I miss that. So that's what I really want. I just want my own room, king bed or not. I just want my own room. I wind up sleeping on the couch occasionally, not because I'm in trouble or anything, but just like I love sleeping on a couch. You got a comfortable couch. It's like a, it's a bed taco. That's how I kind of envision it. So you got mattress on the side and you got mattress on the bottom. I can sleep on any couch. The Almost best couch, couch to sleep on is a sectional. There's just yes, so much. Yes, hundred percent. We have, so our couch downstairs, um, our first sectional, but there's a, a chase lounge, like a, a, a long, like almost like day bed yeah. section of it. Oh man. Is that perfect? amazing and it's lined up like perfectly with the tv so like i'm posted up i got shay sitting next to me and like we're watching miss rachel or uh coco melon or whatever it's incredible it's absolutely incredible i love it we can go on tangents all day this is actually supposed to be a jet show <laughs> it is a jet show <laughs> Talking about the jets. Let's put you to sleep some weeks. This last week was a very sleepy so we're talking about uh, the best way to sleep that's all see there you go Making it all fit in. Uh, Radovan says, Zach Wilson is the toughest quarterback we've had. Dude gets smoked. The guy, like, stands in there and takes hits. And, I, look, I don't want to see him continue to take because I don't want to see him get shell-shocked. But, man, I, I have a lot of respect for Zach right now. I really hope he can, like, turn it all the way around. Because I, I like where he's headed right now. And if you're telling me we're going to get another year, maybe two years of him sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, uh, I think it could only help him. So I'm excited to see where that can all I'll go. Uh, Aaron Daniels comes in with his member super chat. Says, can't wait for Monday to see and meet everyone. Has anyone gotten the parking promo code email not yet? No, no one's gotten the parking promo code email yet because I haven't gotten it yet. I reached out to two different Jet employees. Uh, one who was working with us on the group by, she didn't respond. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. She did respond back to me. She said it should be coming in the next 24 hours, but that was like ending today was the 24 hours. And then yeah. I got another email from someone else that was like confirming our on-field experience package. 
And I replied to her and asked about the parking promo code because I still hadn't seen it pop through. But as soon as I get it, I will send it out to the entire email list that we have uh, for the game. If you have not already done so, for those of you that are coming to the tailgate and coming to, uh, not just the tailgate, but coming to the, the game itself, uh, for those of you that just purchased a ticket, like since we've gone live, it doesn't apply to you just yet, but it will. Make sure you accept the tickets. It's going to come from an email from Jet Client Relations. Make sure you accept the ticket because you will not be able to use the parking promo code if you do not accept the tickets ahead of time. So I know Jason Edwards, you had to to accept the tickets at one point. Uh, Jay Anto and Antona, um, and I, there were two other ones in there as well. Please make sure you accept those tickets so you can use the parking pass promo code. Very very important. Um, but Aaron, I will send that out. Uh, as soon as I get it. Blitzcrew comes in and says, thank God Green Bean doesn't have a smart speaker. Play the Beatles would get the channel canceled. Yeah, yeah no, you know, that would be bad. I have a yeah, smart speaker funny. right here and I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to, no. I don't want to be like yeah. demonetized. When I said it out loud, I, that was the first thing that popped in my head, Blitzcrew. I was like, ah, she has a fucking terrible, screw the Beatles. I'm still mad at them for doing that to me. Uh, so thank you for referencing that. You're absolutely right. That would be the worst thing for me to do because it would shut me down immediately again, probably for good. My favorite thing that I've seen is someone who changed their Xbox gamer tag to Xbox turn off. So when people were raging on Xbox and upset that this dude like sniped them from across the map, oh man, I got killed by Xbox turn off. And then like, just shuts down the Xbox. <laughs> so you're in the middle of a game, and if you're playing, it turns off your game because you're Wait, yelling Xbox it out loud. It used to be able to. It, it had no like way. a uh, like an audio um, function. I'm pretty sure it was Xbox. I'm wow. like almost positive it was. Unless it was like, it was some variation of it if I'm wrong on it, but I'm almost positive it was the voice activation on the Xbox. Cool. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's a great way to rage someone. Like if someone said, hey... So-and-so. Actually, I could probably turn off my lights. Hey, Google, turn off studio lights. Do it. Oh, okay, I see how it is, Google. What? What do you mean? It's not Google, turn off Ryan's lights. You know what I realized? I have to say turn off studio. And then, actually, my blinds dropped, too. I got smart blinds. So those close, Jesus. and the lights turn on. It's it's cool. I, I don't know, man. I'm a, I don't know. Uh, well, I needed blinds I don't anyway. Want my, and I don't want Amazon my. gave me a good deal. I slapped them up on the, the thing, and I just say, hey, turn on studio. And then I come in here, my lights click on, everything goes, and I just sit down and I film something. And I feel like a fucking boss. It's great. Do you? I, I do. Would feel I feel like, like, I feel like I would... I'm Tony Stark. And actually behind, so that light switch in the background, get this. So I have a little chip like this. Members, you guys might have seen this. This says studio on. Uh -huh. So this this is an RFC tag. So what that does is you tap it, Jesus your phone Christ. to this, and I have it underneath my little mat. I put my phone there. It will automatically do the command studio turn on if I put my phone down right there. And as I'm leaving, if I don't want to say the voice command, I could tap my phone to the light switch, and it'll do studio off, and it turns everything back to, like, normal. All I see is a situation where I'd be like, hey, has anyone seen my RFC chip? Well, you yeah, hide I it. I, I tucked it behind. I, I tucked it in the light. Like it's, you actually take off the faceplate and it's tucked in like the, the plastic yeah, there's part. There's no way. 
Oh, dude. I'm, hey, I man, God bless stuff. you. I don't know, man. I, I want If I want my blind shut, I'll shut them. If I want to <sighs> turn a light off, I fucking hit the switch. I don't Dude, know, When you're man. wrapped up in bed and it's all cold, it's fucking 15 degrees outside and your floor is cold and you're bare ass naked in your purple mattress. Yeah, I say turn off bedroom lights and <laughs> lights go out. That was the Won't game. Changer. Get yeah, I, I, man, like a I, really I, long whatever. stick to go across the entire room. No. No, uh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. Change colors and stuff. I've, I've had different. jet green all football season in the bedroom. It's fantastic. You wait. You wait till that just turns on you, and then the blinds just shut, and they turn into they fucking they they they, <laughs> they, they slam shut. And you can't get out, and you realize that they're actually made of carbonized steel, and you're like, help me! I can't I'm get out of my here. smart house. It won't turn the lights on. That's yeah, my great. fear. Green Bean don't trust power windows. He's sitting there cranking his shit. That's he's, right, yeah. baby. You can hit three Honda seconds. Civic still cranking. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Dude, my buddy bought a Honda Civic when we were, I want to say it was 2013 or so, and they still had crank windows as yeah. an option. I know. Isn't that nuts? Insane. The best. Hey, my let me tell you something. And I don't have a backup cam. It's driving me bonkers. If you pull up next to somebody and you want them to roll down your window, what do you do? This point down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? You go like yeah, this. Yeah, when I'm on the dance floor, then I crank and I like drop it low with the crank. That's my dance move. Green right your butt. Whole, like when you ask a millennial how do you talk on the phone, they go like this. And oh, then if you they go. Then they go like this. That's what Green <laughs> did, but with the uh, with the windows. With the crank. Oh, that's, that's right. You it's point funny. down. I'm like, go like if you point, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. did this, I'm gonna go like this. I'm gonna look down. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I I don't know how much I mean I guess that it works right but how do you know if that's up or down like this is clearly down this, this means roll, roll your the window, window down I hear you it's not that way anymore but that's still you know it still works did I ever I tell like you the window. story we were driving I was driving into the city Christmas Eve one night right so Christmas Eve we were driving into late at night it was snowing uh, we were driving into Spanish Harlem for very very specific reason late at night. Um, but so we're driving back. We're in this piece of shit car. There's three of us. We're driving back. The car's giving us all kinds of problems. It broke down in Spanish Harlem. So we're finally, we're on route 80 heading, heading West. And, uh, this car pulls up alongside of us and, uh, they start yelling. So they do the thing and we're rolled the window down and we're like, what? They're like, you got a flat tire. We're like, we're like, we're listening. We're, we're rolling fine. We're like, we well, got a fucking flat tire. And then they're like, you got a flat tire. And we're like, thanks. Like, it just sounds good. We appreciate it. And then they pull up closer and they're like, you're on fire. And we look back and the fucking flames are kicking out of the back of the car. You're on fire. Okay, we'll pull over. Thank you. Oh, that's amazing. I had, so, so, that's why hand signals are so important. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I know what the hell they mean. That hits home. That hits home. I didn't light on fire today. But yeah, this is fire, right? Like, he's like, oh, <laughs> clear it out. No, I, my tire went flat today. I was literally, I blew out, like, I'm probably 20 minutes from home. And I have to get from one side of the road to the other because there's like a little spot. It wasn't safe to like change the tire right there. And like, I had to pull over there. So I'm riding on the rim for like, hundred feet and i was like this is not good not good yeah God, i hate when cars break down not for the worst yeah 
Dick Chimney's Burner says, love the channel, boys. Can't wait to meet you guys Monday with my son. Section 340 will be electric. I'm so excited to meet you too, Dick Chimney's Burner. And did you hear us earlier talking about the, um, uh, you have to link your YouTube with your Discord within the Discord app in order to unlock the OnlyFans member section of that. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are in the the Discord that have not done that because I recognize the names of you know our channel members, but they first you have to you have to link it within the settings within Discord. Uh, but Jimny, we're excited to meet you. Blitzcrew, talking about being excited to meet someone. Blitzcrew's gonna be at the game with us on Monday night. Zach doesn't take too many hits. I mean, when was the last time? The roughing the passer for the Jets, right? Yeah, he's clearly never touched because we never right. have any roughing the passers. I saw That's a tweet right. the other day that was like, oh, the uh, the Jets have had three roughing the passer calls since 2021. I was like, that feels like a high number, even though I know our last roughing the passer call was in December of 2021. Like, three feels like a lot at this particular point in time. Yeah, but you see how they said that? Three since. No, not yeah, three since. Three in 2021. Correct. None since. Mm -hmm. What is yeah, it? 37 games now. Yeah, it's insane. It was like I think it's 360 or like 370 days or something like that. No, yeah. No. No. no 600, 600, 670. Yeah. 650 something days or something yeah. like that. I'd have. That's to. nuts. That's a statistical anomaly. I think we did the math, and it's like every team averages. Uh, like seven roughing the passer calls over the course of a season. And the Jets haven't had one in over a year and a half. That's nuts. Can't yeah. happen. Doesn't make any sense. I hate it. Hate everyone. Refs yeah. suck. It's true. Irritating. Boys and girls, if you have not already done so, and you've enjoyed our banter back and forth about breakfast sandwiches, pillows, things like that, hit that like button. If you mm. didn't like it, hit that like button and let us know you didn't like it. Um, <laughs> that's right that's the only way we know it's the only way we know is if you hit that like button uh, mm -hmm. and if you want to join us Jets Chargers Monday Night Football TalkingJets.com there's only a handful of tickets left if you do want to join us we're looking forward to meeting each and every one of you guys Barney comes in with a super chat here at the end says Green Bean's story is a Jets metaphor fans <laughs> you've got a flat JD we're fine fans you're on fire <laughs> <laughs> exactly Oh, that's, that's awesome. Barney, that was well done. Well done. I didn't even put that together. That is, that is beautifully said. Uh, Kyuka Lake comes in, says, want to get in on the rigged contest. See, Kyuka Lake with your, yep. uh, members super chat that you just sent in. He's in on the rigged contest. See each week we have a rigged, not really rigged. It's not actually rigged. Everyone just thinks, it's rigged. Oh. um, our, our spinny wheel. So you get a, possibly a pillow or a Jersey or a shirt or a mug. I guess there's probably some other things we could probably add into there that I have not really looked overly hard into. Matt, I did look at quarter zips. I don't think there's really any that we can get, which is like kind of irritating. Ooh, I have to look at other vendors. I'm a, yeah. I am a big quarter zip fan. I do like the quarter zip. I think there, there might be one, but it might be deemed more as like a hoodie than an actual quarter zip. I do like quarter zips a lot. I'm a big fan of the quarter okay. zip. We'll figure something um, out. We are, you know what? We're at the end of our show. Wow. That went fast. So let's do this. Greenbean, you got our uh, our people written down? I do. We got 27 tonight. All right, 27. Where is... 
Where did I put the spinny wheel? Okay, boom! Spinny wheel. There we go. Big old spinny wheel. What was the number, Matt? Not Matt. Green bean. That's your name. I want to see if Matt remembers. Oh, there it is. 26, right? 27. Oh, I was close. 27. All right. So let's. it's going to be more than 27 because, Matt, I want – could you go back to last week's stream and let's pick sure. five comments from down below. So if you guys want to get in on our giveaway for next week, leave comments down below this video and you'll be entered into next week's T-shirt giveaway or spinning wheel giveaway. Okay. We're going to pick five comments from this one. Yes. Do they have to be good comments? Can they be bad comments? You know they got to be amazing comments. Okay, I like this one's a pro Matt comment, ooh, so I'm going to use ooh, born as Smurf. You know what? what I want to leave one extra plug Smurf? right now. For those of you that leave a timestamp within the stream and you help us out, anyone that leaves a timestamp in the comments down below these videos to help us out with like funny things that happen, each time you timestamp something different, you can't do like one second, one second, one second, whatever, um, you'll be entered as well. So something fun yeah, to do. Yeah, you got to timestamp a moment. It can't just be... The timestamp yeah. at the time. We gotta be like, oh, you know, we we heard Green Bean's car on fire story at one hour forty seven minutes and twenty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. what I want to see because it helps us out because like we never go back and actually timestamp stuff, but that stuff's really funny and it like helps the channel yeah. out. Yeah, so that's how does. we'll give back to you guys. You guys get automatically entered if you help us out with that. Um, but okay, Matt, fire away. Okay, so Green Bean, you got uh, the first one I gave you, Born as Smurf. Yeah. Okay. Or born a Smurf, not born a Smurf. Uh, then the next one, we're going to go. Uh, do, 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 do. Hang on. I got to scroll ourselves down. Oh, there's a timestamp on this one. Phil Adams put a timestamp. So I feel like I got to. Phil Adams. Absolutely. Baby. Phil Adams. What a great guy. Uh, there's Phil a Adams. lot of comments from Allison Tuck. So she g is going to get put in there for helping the algorithm for us. Love it. Allison Tuck Wob, right? Yep. Yeah, Austin Tuckwap. Lots of comments in there. So she gets she's getting put in there. Uh let's go Kevin Z Wicker. Kevin C Wicker? Uh Z. Z. As and in then, uh, not xylophone. Xylophone starts with an X, which is so yeah, weird. Right, just sense. so we're clear. Xerox also starts with an X, everybody. That doesn't make any sense either. So then we'll go TP Leatherworks. Do you think it stands for toilet paper leatherworks? That would be a pretty stressful like uh toilet paper. <laughs> or maybe it's a different kind of leatherworks and you could like make talking jets wallets or something. Who knows? What kind of works? Or a couch. Leather or a couch. couch. Yeah, maybe makes couches. Sectionals, right? I will say I don't – I like – leather couch is fine. I prefer a fabric couch over a leather couch. Um, I think it's because I get stuck to, like, the leather oh. one. Unless it's, like – then it, sometimes it's kind of nice. It's a little cooler. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What There's couch do you like better than leather? 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 <laughs> a fabric. Just some kind of fabric. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, you're, you have kids now. You'll, you'll see why that's a – you're going to change yeah. your mind in about two years. I know. We got this little uh, vacuum. I think it's a Dyson, like, uh, handheld. It's for pets and stuff. So, like, when Bali yeah. throws up on the on the carpet, I'll I'll hit the, the little, like, rug doctor kind of thing, but it's, like, a handheld thing. I've been using that for, like, ice pop 
stains on couches so far. So that's that kind of works. Nice. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> we got any more uh, people in there, Matt, or is that the five? I think I gave five. Five? There you go. Matt, or uh, Greenbean, you got all those uh, written down? I do. We got 32. 32. Okay, random number generator says 24. Who's 24? Blitz crew. Oh, go f- no way. Blitz Blitzcrew's gotten so many of them. You want well he dude, he puts a lot he in puts, there, man. He does. He puts a lot in. All right. Drops so Blitzcrew's got I think we, we've sent him a shirt. I think he's he got a little, last week. Uh, he did. He got the pillow last week. Or two weeks ago, maybe? It might have been two weeks ago. Man. What can we get? Blitzcrew, you can pick a different shirt at this point. Oh, he wants to donate it. I just saw that. All right. He said let you him want me to go okay. to the next number? Sure. Let me let me do a random one. Thirty-two. Oh, that's TP Leatherworks. No, right. Leatherman. Yeah. There he is. TP Leatherworks. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. spin that wheel. Give him a you jersey. Know what's gonna happen? It's gonna land on the jersey, and Blitzkrieg's gonna be like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that's how this works. Nah, we'll be good. Hello. Yeah, TP Leatherworks. Hit up talkingjetshow at gmail.com or jetstalk247 at gmail.com. I'll get your shipping information. We'll send you out a pillow that you can use and cry into if we lose, but you're going to laugh into because we're going to win and we're going to stomp everyone else, and that's exactly how this is going to go down. Boys and girls, we have reached the end of our show. Want to go around Mr. Uh, Mr. Greenbean, Nacho Verde, how you doing over there? I'm just so psyched, dude. I, it's funny. I was just trying to face ID my phone. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? I, I forgot I had to. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just super psyched about this weekend. I will tell you guys, so Monday night, we're all going to be there at MetLife to watch the game, but the live stream is still going on with Gunny man in the ship uh so we can see gunny's an overreactor too so if you want to see somebody completely lose their marbles in real time if you're not going to the game you can still hang out on green bean jets fan and watch it with gunny in the live reaction and and uh watch party there it is matt any last words for our panel i can't wait to see all your beautiful faces in six short days let's effing go get to five and three let's do it Ah, in the immortal words of Zach Wilson, 24 seconds is enough time for me to finish. Um, No, boys and girls, we are very excited to have you guys here Monday night. And we are, we're pumped. We're pumped. We're ready to smack around the Chargers. If you haven't gotten in on it, TalkingJets.com. Still have a few tickets left. Boys and girls, this is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S, Jets!